you are listening to the Nearly Men podcast, a brand new video games podcast coming to you from a very snowy Glasgow. My name is Paul Kaczynski. And my name is Colin Little, and we are the Nearly Men. Uh, two normal guys who have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. Too true. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point you have probably kicked our asses online. Very, very true. So welcome, welcome. This is our first go at this, so we'll see how it goes. Um, just to let you know that we are the Nearly Men. You can find us on Twitter, at Nearly Men. You can also find us on Facebook and SoundCloud under Nearly Men Podcast. And we're also going to be at www.thenearlymen.com nearlymen.com So we'll just have a wee banter, see what's what and see what what's happening in the world of the video game. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, I, I suppose, to be honest, uh, maybe we should actually start with uh, what we're playing just now. So, That's a uh, good idea. So, Paul, well, what are you playing just now? Currently, I am on PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. and PlayStation Vita as well uh, when I'm on the bus. So yeah, so that's pretty much it at the moment. The, the odd dabble into PC gaming, but okay. not as much as it used to be. And uh, what what games are you currently playing? Uh, Grand Theft Auto V is one that I'm making my way through. I didn't get to finish that on my previous console, so I'm still working my way through that. Uh, ongoing FIFA, uh, the FIFA Football Series, taking part of to the the top of. Flight football. And who says that video games aren't realistic? I mm-hmm. don't know. It was wonderful, actually. Partick Thistle playing Juventus. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that. Um, try to think what else. Anything that PS Plus throws at us. Yep. Give that a go. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? What are you on just now? Oh, man. Uh, it'd probably be quicker to say what I'm not playing at the moment. I'm currently halfway through Grand Theft Auto uh, 5 on PS4. Uh, I'm currently ever-present playing Rogue Legacy, which is actually coming to PS Plus uh, for February. I'll be discussing that later good on. Game, good game. Um, I'm playing The Binding of Isaac on Vita, which is insanely addictive. Um, it's the video game equivalent of Crystal Meth. Uh, I'm still soldiering my way through uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh yes, yes, me too. And about that. I've got uh, a wee bit of Dragon Age uh, Inquisition, which I've just started. It's not quite grabbed me yet, but um, everybody kind of says that uh, the first few hours are a bit of a slog and then it, it kind of really catches you. And I can kind of see that it's yeah, it's going to happen. It is, it is a great game, but I just at the moment I think because I'm jumping between so many different games at the moment, um, it's kind of not quite caught me yet. But but I'm sure it will happen. I mean, I think it's very important to say that we are not experts in video games, as you said. You've probably kicked our asses online. Oh, um, absolutely. We're both in full-time self-employment, as it were. So we're um, not got that much time for gaming. We both get families and different things like that. So we're not hardcore gamers, as it were. We. We like to dabble, as it were. I would say so. Uh, must be honest, it works a bit quiet for me at the moment, so I, I, I probably qualify as a hardcore gamer at the moment due to the uh, lack of anything else that I'm devoting my time to. Uh, but yes, no, we, we don't have any kind of video games pedigree. You know, we, um, we're just... just Two big kids that really like our games. I exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, my, I think my gaming time exists between the hours of eight and midnight when I can. Yeah, I would say mine as well, but that's ETM to midnight <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. Uh, <laughs> um, 
subject to change if and when I get uh, get a job. That's the joys of self-employment. So you know that's, that's you never know. You never know who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I suppose we better move on to the news. Sounds good. Okay, so uh, just a wee bit of news coming for, from you at the or to you at the time of recording. Um, first of all, we have the news that Spotify is coming to PlayStation. Um, I believe it's going to be under the banner of PlayStation Music. I think so. I think this is the kind of final nail in the coffin for uh, Music Unlimited, um, which uh, PlayStation brought out kind of. It was Sony's own kind of rival to podcast uh, to Spotify, sorry, and um, had be, I think they could try to give you that as a kind of trade off for not allowing the you basically stream your own media. But gradually, due to the update firmware update two point I think it was that allowed you to use the USB play for your hard drive for your, for your music yeah. stuff, which works quite well. I mean, it's it's not perfect, but it's all right. Um, but this seems to be uh, another step. Uh, in the direction, I think it's something that most gamers are wanting. Most people have a Spotify account. It'll be interesting to see whether or not, like, you're free. You know, mm. the free account will work. I don't, I don't know what the details well, are I, yet. I noticed that in, on the phone you can only do the shuffle play. Yeah, but then on the iPad you can you can actually use it as Spotify. Uh-huh. Well, the thing as well is the the shuffle thing on the phone is quite a new thing, right? Um, uh-huh. Because originally you had to have the premium Spotify account to to be able to use it on your phone. That's that's changed. So maybe it'll be something like that. You know. You can just just select an artist and shuffle. I mean, I I'm okay with that generally. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, I kind of dip in and out of Spotify, but it's quite quite good for having friends around and stuff like that. So, um, so that's quite exciting actually. I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. Mm. Uh, other news is uh, a few changes to the Vita. I, I ah, think the lovely Vita. Yeah, we do love our Vitas. We really do. Um, it's dropping the Maps uh, app. It's also dropping YouTube and uh, some of the features of Near, which actually I don't know a huge amount about. I don't use it much myself. Um, yeah, it's just a week in a... Uh, I, I think it's probably more for the younger people. That, the something. younger people. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did we stop being the younger people? Well, we're not... We're not listen, listen, we're doing a video games podcast, okay? That's let's true. Not, let's yeah. not, I mean... We're either uh, we're either fairly young or kind of sad. Okie dokie, you can't Probably. deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I'd just like to apologise to the listeners. That was a really loud laugh right down the mic. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, and near some kind of like social interactive thing, kind of lets you know who's nearby you and what they're playing. I, I suppose it's a bit like what Bluetooth used to be like on your phone, remember years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. Years yeah. ago you used to have Bluetooth, and I remember like we used to go places like the Mega Bowl and all that, and <laughs> my pals used to love to put on... Bluetooth and you just get some random people sending you like horrendous stuff <laughs> horrendous stuff through um through Bluetooth so to be honest it's probably quite good that Near has been dropped although I'm sure they can't send you horrendous stuff through that I don't think the whole of Near has been dropped I think it's just the features no just just, 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 just some of it but you know so maybe there will be horrendous stuff we never know <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I mean, I, I don't really use YouTube or Maps on my Vita. Do you, do you do that at all? Well, absolutely not. I mean, that's the thing. Um, I use them on my on my phone. Uh, if anything, in fact, we both we both have Google Chromecast as oh, well. So that's really, an advert. surely we should get money for that. Yep. Send us money. Send us money. <laughs> uh, yeah. To be honest, I, I've never used YouTube on on my Vita. I, I basically got the Vita to play games on mm-hmm. uh, portably. So that's that's what I use it for. So I, to be honest, I mean, YouTube's maybe something I would have used if possibly. But you know, I mean, it's a bigger screen. 
Um, I can see why you would maybe want YouTube on your Vita, but at the same time, I don't think really you need it. So yeah. I, I don't think it's crucial. I suppose it's handy for, uh, you know, I, I don't really do this much, but uh, a lot of gamers, while playing a game, like to go and have a walkthrough video. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's good for that kind of pause the game. and. I suppose look, so, but, but to be honest, you have your phone, do you can have your phone on, you can use your phone as your, your second screen, as mm-hmm. it were. Uh, okay, next up in the news, uh, we have, well, Paul. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? It Probably. is an open beta for Battlefield Hardline, uh, which will be running from the 3rd uh, till the 8th of February. And that's going to be on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and it's also going to be on the last-gen consoles, Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, well, we have both played a smidgen mm-hmm. of Battlefield Hardline on the previous beta, which was yeah. the closed beta. We weren't we weren't greatly impressed, were not, we? Not at all. No, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? it was, I mean, it must have been about a year ago. It was about, I think it was about August time. I, I, I'm sure it was. Oh, really? Just, it was, okay. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was just before Destiny came out. I do remember it right. was around about that time. I think it was about August time. Yeah, it, it, to me, it, it wasn't enough of an impact. It was, it was Battlefield Four with cops and robbers, but it wasn't even didn't have the spark. There was no. Uh, for me I mean we both adored Battlefield 3 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Battlefield 3 we played on Xbox and well you got me into it yeah yeah well you were my dealer well I think Nick our pal Nick uh, got me into it Uh because he had the game he was my flatmate at the time and um, we played it religiously Um, and it was great it was so good so good it'd been my first kind of proper shot at a Battlefield game I played a wee bit of uh, Battlefield Bad Company the first one mm-hmm. on PS3 but I had never played uh, one of the, like, the proper Battlefield games and I thought Battlefield 3 was amazing uh, we both played Battlefield 4 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I actually didn't we didn't really Battlefield 4 had these like huge problems yeah, uh, right, yeah. All. I never really noticed I never really experienced that either no. uh, mm. not, not the game didn't grab me as much as the third one though for some reason I, I, I don't know if it was just too much of the same I just don't mm-hmm. think we had enough pals to play that's true it was only really me and that's you that had it at the time that's sad admittance that isn't it yeah. we didn't have enough pals to play well they all kind of dragged their feet for quite a while before they joined us and the oh, that, so we do have pals well, we do have pals right now. good, good. Yeah. they yeah. just we, hadn't we joined do, us we do have pals we do just for the record they're probably the only people listening to this <laughs> if even that um, yeah no I, I I enjoyed Battlefield 4 and I was kind of excited about Battlefield uh, Hardline I thought well this is a kind of step in another direction the first kind of trailer they had looked pretty cool and I liked the idea but the thing was about Battlefield Hardline it just felt very arcadey and not in a good way the cars kind of like bounced off one another I loved the destruction of the other Battlefield games mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. like when tanks and things crashed into stuff you know you went through walls and stuff it just seemed very brutal well that was a big selling point of Battlefield 4 was wasn't it, it? This, yeah. this, this physics this evolution which actually yeah. I, I thought was excellent I did like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that will be in uh, Hardline I'll, I'll give it a go I'll give mm-hmm. it a uh, open well, if it's open, shot. you know what I mean. It's well, that's it, and I'm hoping. I really hope because I do like this the the franchise as it were. So I do hope that it works because I would love to. I would really love to properly get caught up in a battlefield game mm-hmm. again. They're great fun, so I'll I'll give it a go. The team aspect of it's very appealing to me. I love, yeah. I love the team. PTFO. So they say. PTFO. 
<laughs> Nobody ever does that. All run around for themselves. All want to be Rambo. <laughs> well, I suppose they, they, they did say that they've got inclusion of heists in this beta. Whether that's a simple version of like Rush, so you're a baddie. It's going to be in it. It's going to be like or some kind of capture the flag. And listen, that's not the heists we're looking forward to. No, that's true. the heists that's we are true. looking forward to, which actually uh, you know aren't on our list but are coming in spring, is the heists for GTA Online, which mm-hmm. are going to be amazing. Yep. They're going to be so good. I mean, they're ludicrously overdue. They were supposed to be here about a year ago. Um, but, you know... Their excuse was it wasn't as good as they wanted it to be. Well, and listen, if any company really you can trust on that, I would say Rockstar's one of the companies yeah. you could believe in that because I don't think they've ever really made a, a bad game. I mean, some of them are better than others, but sure, they're sure. all pretty brilliant. Um, okay, uh, next bit of news we have, uh, which I'm very excited about. I thought this day was never going to happen. Oh. But they have finally announced uh, that Elder Scrolls Online is coming to PS4, which, which we knew was, was going to happen for a while, but then uh, there's been a few problems with the game. Last June it was due, is that S- right? Supposed mm-hmm. to be. Um, uh, and I was even sitting there going, well, it's going to have a subscription. I've never paid uh, for a subscription on an MMO or anything like that before, and the kind of nature of it sticks in my throat a wee bit I'm a bit like if I'm already buying the game then then surely I should be allowed to play it I understand that there are reasons for it you know server maintenance and, and, and adding content and, and MMOs are usually very good at giving you lots of extra yeah, content yeah. so they do they, the end kind of maybe justifies the means but um but I just wasn't sure how that would work on console, and we're already paying a PS Plus excri- subscription, yeah, which yeah. is which is a new thing for PlayStation. A, a kind of paid subscription has been going for a while with um, Xbox, but 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 this is the first time PlayStation had that. So I just kind of thought, well, I'm, I'm not sure. People are already paying, albeit it's only forty pound for the year, and actually you get quite a lot of content. I think PS Plus is pretty good. I think it's worth it, yeah. Um, especially with you know with the Vita, and I also have for PS3, so I actually get six games. I mean, it's it's a steal with that. Mm. But the idea of paying an extra eight ninety nine on top of it and paying you know fifty quid for Elder Scrolls was just didn't sit well with me. So the big news is, and some of you will have already seen this, uh, it's going to come to PS4 and it will be subscription free. Now there is a wee caveat to that. Um, Apparently it's not very good. <laughs> that's what um, that's what we had. A couple of my pals have played it on PC and have said it's not great, um, especially not when comparing with things like World of Warcraft and stuff like that, and also Final Fantasy uh, Realm Reborn, which they're both uh, big fans of. Mm. Not so not so sure about that, but the idea of kind of running a dungeon and just the Elder Scrolls games. Just uh, I mean, ever since I played Morrowind and then Oblivion and then Skyrim, which wasn't as good as the other two. Well, I, th- I think that's where a lot of the bad press is coming from. Where there's a lot of people coming off Skyrim and and playing Elder Scrolls Online, and it's not like Skyrim. Apparently, it's more like the the earlier oh, games. Really? So so I see hear, that that so appeals to me. Uh, mm-hmm. That's certainly not what I've heard, um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. I'm going to dive right into it. Um, and hopefully it'll be good. Uh, you know, I, I, I hold out hope. Um, it also has a fancy name, apparently. I'm not sure if, if this is the official name change, but I do hear them calling it Tamriel Unlimited, which I'm not a fan of. Is that a character? No, Tamriel is the, the world. Uh-huh. It's a bit like Middle-earth or whatever. Tamriel's right. the... Uh, I'm not sure if it's a continent or whether it's it's the whole, it's the overriding area. You know, right. places like Skyrim and Morrowind and the Shivering Isles are all areas within Tamriel. Right, right. 
Um, but I just I just can't wait to to properly get back in those games, and I, I think that's going to be quite something. Mm. I think it hasn't been brilliant on the PC, but maybe that's because there's so much competition. Uh, True. Yeah. This yep. is you know I mean there's only really DC Universe Online mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Uh, I think PS4 uh, at the moment, and I tried my damnedest to get it to work, couldn't get it to work, so I'd never played it. Mm. Um, so I had a wee go of it. There's something I also played City of Heroes, if you remember that, years ago. No. Um same idea basically, except didn't have the, the DC branding, but there was just something that didn't quite sit right with me with just everybody's a superhero. You know, there's, there well, wasn't, there wasn't well, a good point. You know, kind of defeats the purpose of being a superhero. Yeah. If everybody, you, surely, then the superheroes are just the normal guys. Exactly. It was like bicycle repairman, the Monty Python sketch, <laughs> where everyone's Superman and they're all uh, idolising this bicycle repairman. That's what it's yeah, like. That's exactly what it's like. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I, I mean, well, we'll see how it goes. Hmm. I'm quite excited about it. I think um, you'll need to keep us updated in your progress. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'll be I'll be dragging you kicking and screaming into Tamriel <laughs> Unlimited as well. I'm going to need somebody to take all my arrows and get scalped with them while I'm uh, rampaging into battle. It would be my honour. <laughs> I suppose MMOs are really... Um, all about who you play them with and who you you group with and things like well, that. That's what I, makes a game. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think that's because um, the content's there. You know, it's it's just about how you go about doing it. And I just I just love those big open world games as, as long as they're done well. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love exploring um, and finding new stuff and, yeah. and exploring stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's why when I mean, we were both loving Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah. online. It's great fun. And it's the one thing as well, because, I mean, we both really like Destiny. It's maybe the one thing... I wish Destiny was a wee bit more open world, possibly. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is to an extent open world. And to an extent, it's also sort of an MMO. Um, I just kind of wish it might maybe slightly more. Oh, I'd say that's its problem, is it can't quite decide where it wants to be. Yeah. I've lost a wee bit of love for Destiny. Oh. I'll not lie. I, listen, I need you to get back into it because I need to try these raids. I haven't tried one yet because I got really far. I got to the level cap in Destiny. None of my pals were anywhere near high enough level to come into a raid with me. And then I got bored waiting on yous. So <laughs> you know who yous are. Get up to the level cap and let's do a raid. And then we'll be able to talk about that because I haven't tried that yet. Uh, coincidentally, if there is anybody out there, please do um, give us a shout. You'll be able to find us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, let us know if you've done the raids um, or if you're looking for somebody to do the raids with. Give us a shout as well. And um, yeah, let's 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 make it happen, people. Beautiful. Uh, okay, Paul. Um, right, let's get on to serious stuff. Let's uh, let's go through the the chart the for chart. The, the week. Well, this is week ending twenty fourth of January. Oh, so we're, okay. we're 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 playing catch up at the moment, but that that's fine. You want to guess what number one is? Um, do you know what, Paul? I've already seen this list and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so so I won't guess. Well, number one for another week running is Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, of course. That's, of course. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I should say that this is on all platforms. Okay. All platforms. Uh, I'm unsure whether it includes digital downloads, which uh, could make a big difference. But it is the chart according to according to us to GFK chart track and GFK chart track, which seems to be the uh, your kind of go to chart now. Do you remember in the in the old days when the music used to have two charts? Used to have the one that was on Clyde One and used to have the one that was on Radio One. That was two different charts. 
vaguely yes I do remember that but do you not remember that other radio stations used to like just decide we'll have some time off now and then they used to like just jump in on the feed that's right yeah you know mm. I always wonder what they were doing at that time having cheating. their lunch cheating is what they're doing <laughs> so this is to, according to GFK who, um, who seem to be the go-to those, people those, those are the vo- uh, views of Paul Kaczynski <laughs> Paul Kaczynski said you were cheating number two this week is Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh, go away, Call of Duty. Go away. I'm so done with you. Call of Duty is a very Xbox-heavy uh, title, isn't it? That's geared towards Xbox, isn't it? I just, I'm just getting so fed up with Call of Duty. Now. I mean, I, I loved the World War II ones. I mm-hmm. loved them, mm-hmm. right? You know, the the zombies. Zombies was great. I well, yeah, see, I like that, but I, I like the actual... World War Two games, you know, Arnhem Bridge, Pegasus Bridge, all that kind of stuff was so cool. Um, I loved it. I think it was the first Call of Duty that basically just ripped off Saving Private Ryan and did the Omaha Beach. Uh-huh. It was brilliant. It was so good. It was one of the few games my dad actually loved. Yeah. My dad loved that. Um, uh, and I think the last great Call of Duty, as far as I'm concerned, was Black Ops. I loved Black Ops. I thought Black it was Ops excellent. was okay. It was, mm, I don't know. You got to shoot Fidel Castro in the face. <laughs> Well, if that's what your thing is, you know. What else do we get in video games for, really? <laughs> Number three, FIFA 15. Going strong. Yeah, FIFA guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, growing up, I was a more of a Pro Evo fan, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah, I always prefer. Uh, well, you know, you know that's like to this day play FIFA with Pro Evo controls. Oh, the complaining. Of course, 70 minutes into a match, you get the, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, I've got the wrong controls here. That is absolutely what happens, and that's not what my voice sounds like. (laughs) Saints Row 4, is it 4? Re-elected slash Gat Out of Hell. Yeah. Is this a remastered? Yes, it is. Um, And I believe it's coming to PlayStation 4. There's a big fancy version of it coming to PlayStation 4 fairly soon, Um, specifically with with the Gat Out of Hell thing, which apparently the Gat Out of Hell... Um, is an expansion pack where your character ends up in hell, oh. and um, supposedly you've got to you've got to help various kind of historical characters who are in hell, um, uh, various ones. Some of them you might expect to be in hell, and apparently some of them you might be a bit surprised they're actually in hell. Right. Uh, I've never really warmed to the Saints Row games. They've always kind of tried to go in a slightly different way from Grand Theft Auto. They've tried to go a bit more a bit, I don't know, I don't want to say less realistic because actually they, they can be pretty realistic in some respects but, it's, it's but a bit more, a bit more it? silly. You know, um, so I've not really tried them but I have heard that game's good. So. Number five, believe it or not, is Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh God. It's the worst of the lot. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> terrible game. Um, I got a loan of it off of our pal Colin. Um, and I thought, well, quite like the campaign. Blast through it. There's this level in space, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so cliched now. I mean, they're actually becoming a parody of themselves mm-hmm. now, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. I didn't bother with the, uh, with the multiplayer. I mean, I, I just... I just that's the one thing about um, multiplayer gaming I hate is the Call of Duty multiplayer <laughs> oh, it, it just seems to be a bit a kind of almost smash and grab kind of attitude whereas Battlefield's a bit more team you know yeah. I think we get lost in that didn't we I just didn't really like the perks I mean part of this is always the fact that we we weren't great at it, well, um, so I hold up my hands. We're I'm nearly, actually nearly good at it. I'm a pretty <laughs> I'm a pretty terrible 
loser and I'm actually a possibly even worse winner but I'm, <laughs> I hate losing and um, Call of Duty in particular with the perks it just became so unfair and people got so good at it and fair play they were good at it but they got so good at it and then the perks didn't really help the people that weren't good at it the perks helped the people that were good at it and it just became like a massacre mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and I could understand why if you were the one that was dispensing this destruction it might be quite enjoyable for you but see for the kind of you know these kind of noobs running about getting absolutely yep. battered it's not so much fun yeah yeah uh, and then obviously there's all sorts of people saying horrible things about your mum and extended family and things like that and that's 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 your Call of Duty experience yep number six Far Cry 4 oh I've not played this yet but I desperately want to uh, Far Cry 3 was just brilliant I've, I think I've played I don't remember ever playing Far Cry 2 but I definitely played the first one the first one was excellent yeah, I remember that being like the first game I ever saw where I was like wow look at those graphics mm. um, this, it was set in this beautiful desert island and this big I mean it was a free you know free roam massive world um, PC game and it was great absolutely brilliant uh, Far Cry 3 is superb absolutely brilliant it's not a game uh, I know I don't know Far Cry at all well I played it into Oblivion Far Cry 3 and uh, I, Oblivion's I, a different game Colin <laughs> Yes, yes, so it is. Yes, uh, we will discuss Oblivion later on, Paul. Wait. <laughs> um, yes, no, I, 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 I platinum. I platinum. Actually, I've only actually platinum two games, and Far Cry Three is one of them, mm. and it was great fun. Oh, yeah, that's good cracking game. So, uh, Far Cry Four looks really good. Um, uh, and actually it's one of the few games I, I, there were a few problems with it at launch I believe um, but nothing on the scale of some of the games that have come out recently um, it's becoming a, an unfortunate trend isn't it with your yeah, big games I think, I, I think I mean well listen we were talking earlier on about Watch Dogs and this mm-hmm. was uh, off before we started recording we had a wee discussion talking about uh, Watch Dogs and also Assassin's Creed Unity which is just both Ubisoft if I'm not mistaken well Far Cry 4 is also Ubisoft Mm -hmm. however by comparison um, Far Cry 4 is actually pretty good and I think they've ironed out most of their stuff I mean obviously if if there are problems and people out there playing it please do let us know Um, because I haven't played it yet it is on my list I cannot wait to to see those uh, rhinos mashing into the bad guys cars and things like that and elephants that's the big Mm. it's all set in the Himalayas Far Cry 4 will be brilliant fun Mm -hmm. and it's also the one that's got the keys to Karat thing Mm -hmm. so whichever one of us gets Far Cry 4 first Uh then we'll, we'll get the other one in for a bit of uh, co-op and we'll see how it goes um, you heard it here folks he yeah. promised me a game <laughs> number seven minecraft xbox edition Ooh. selling big on the xbox yeah where it will forever be selling big from now on because of i course. believe minecraft is last hurrah on any other console is um is is the current one but then again i'm a bit like well They've, they've promised Microsoft after buying it what was it like 2 billion or something something a huge amount of money yeah. spent on it um, they've promised to uh, to kind of keep supporting the consoles at the moment that it's on so um, as far as I'm aware uh, Minecraft uh, on PS4 on PS3 on Vita will still continue to get updates um, but I reckon if Minecraft 2 ever comes out it will be uh, Xbox and PC exclusive which is a real pity and I'm getting a bit disappointed uh, Microsoft in particular seem to be doing a lot of this at the moment throwing huge money at games and basically trying to make them exclusive you know they did this with well they've done it with uh, Tomb Raider mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm although not, that is a 
uh, it's a time, time exclusive. Yeah. But it, I, I believe it's quite a big time. I think you're talking a year or so. Gosh, really? Um, uh, they haven't come out definitely to see it. However, you know, the Tomb Raider thing is not going to be a huge thing for PS4 because, you know, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is very good. Made me feel rather sick. And they've got a kind of shaky cam thing that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I was playing it for ages and feeling really, really ill. Ended up having to Google it, saying, why am I feeling sick playing Tomb Raider? And they said, it's the shaky cam. And they don't let you turn it off. <laughs> so I had to, like, intersperse it with periods of lying down feeling <laughs> terrible. But I did complete it. I didn't platinum it. I was, I was heading towards the platinum, but after getting nauseous enough times, I thought, well, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, Health won in the end. Well, that's it, eventually. <laughs> um... But, uh, you know, Tomb Raider was a good game And it was good to actually see that I mean, that's a great, great kind of franchise I love the original mm-hmm. Tomb Raider games um, And it is a disappointment Because Rise of the Tomb Raider, as it's called Would be um, would be great But on PlayStation, to be honest Everyone's waiting for Uncharted 4 Which in recent years has kind of booted Tomb Raider Right in the hall moz, and I think um, I think it's got a good chance of doing that again. So to be honest, I don't think Sony are too worried about it at mm-hmm. the moment, right? Because um, I think they're going to come out at the same time, and I think everyone's going to go rushing for Uncharted. Mm. I can't wait for that because this is this is potentially your first uh, your first yes. foray into. I'm, I'm Uncharted. literally Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> 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 maybe it's all about you. That's it. You might have hit something there, Colin. That naughty dog are awful good, aren't they? They they prophesized this. They found a, <laughs> a cave drawing thousands of years ago of Paul Kaczynski. Looks like the guy at the hangover. <laughs> he, he does. He really does. Number eight, we're on to here. Rugby 15. Ah. Some surprise in there, I'd say. I'm a bit surprised, yeah. Uh, I know the World Cup's coming, Rugby World Cup. True, yeah. Uh, it's going to be in England this year, so uh, maybe that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were still making rugby games. No, it's a wee studio called HB Studios, who are in Nova Scotia. Oh. And I only know them because I got their golf game, the golf club. Ah, yes. Yep. Which is very good. Oh, that's Very good. hard. It's very basic, but that's its kind of appeal. You know, it's not got your, your overdrives or your, your Adidas apparel and Tiger Woods playing and things like that. So it's very basic, like going out on a golf course without having to go out on a golf course. Kind of like real golf. Although you're probably better at that than you are at real golf. Mm, <laughs> nearly. We are, the, we are the nearly men at everything, to be honest. <laughs> everything. Number nine is the Minecraft PlayStation Edition. Now we're talking. This is infinitely better than the Xbox version. No, well, no, it's, why, why it's is it two same. different versions? Um, I'm quite surprised. I, I, I would have thought that if it was listing uh, Grand Theft Auto and all these kind of cross-platform things, I would have thought that, that it would have been there. Um, I, I bought this on a whim. I think you spoke to me. I had never played Minecraft until about um, maybe six, six, seven months ago. I'd heard mm. of it. I didn't know anything about it. And I think you said to me that it was very good. And then they had a trial. I think you, you got like a wee time trial of like an hour or so. I was expecting a bit longer than that. It gave me an hour. Um, but in that hour, it literally got its little pickaxe dug deep into <laughs> me. And I was like, oh, I've got to play this game. And I proceeded to spend about two weeks solid playing that game it That's is so addictive brilliant fun mm, so simple uh, yeah absolutely amazing it's it's a game actually it's a pity because I've got it on PS4 and I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did uh, which is a shame because if I had realised what I would have done was I would have bought it on PS3 and then paid the uh, there was an upgrade I think you could pay an extra few quid and get the PS4 version but also with the PS3 version you got a cross buy 
for the Vita version, which uh, you don't get in the PS4. I don't know why they've done that. Um, I think it's pure power. I think the the PlayStation Four power changes the game. Oh no, you know, it definitely, it definitely does change the game. So, right? definitely so you can cross save. I think that's the problem. Uh, well, that could be it. Could which be is it. a shame because I I think might never be seen again. I might I might well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's. I, I might well get it on Vita at some point. To be honest, I, I, you know, if I ever have to go away on a trip or anything like that, um, or I'm away on tour when I'm working and things, uh, there's a good chance that I might, mm-hmm. I might have to invest While in away it. While away there, yeah, it's a great game. Lastly, then, tenth spot goes to the crew. Oh, Ubisoft again. Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed in this. A very, very dull game. It was really dull, wasn't it? Um, there was just no, there was no excitement. You knew you were driving to someone, seeing a cutscene, and then you had to drive somewhere else. That was it. This was the uh, this was the the beta, the open beta that we played uh, a few weeks, about a month before launch. Yeah, it was something about like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And my friend had been talking to me about it. My, my pal Jay, he was really looking forward to it because we'd been talking about Drive Club, and you know we're maybe going to get Drive Club, uh, which obviously itself had a lot of problems, um, and. Uh, uh, Jay was telling me, you know, this is it's a car PG. It's you know, open world, open world United States sounds like it's gonna be great. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll give it a go. And then, and then we saw that the the beta was coming, so we gave it a go. Detroit is it Detroit? That's the I main, the first city. I think it was something yeah, like that. I think it's Detroit. Anyway, it should yeah. be Detroit. That or um, it should be Detroit. Well, that's that's. Are you listening? You Steel City or whatever, isn't it? So. Um, or Motor City yeah whatever. Steel City's Philadelphia oh so it is getting, right, I'm getting my geography mixed up he's punching his microphone yep in uh, rage <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, yeah no I just I just find it really boring really boring and I thought that the voice acting was dreadful hmm does that that I mean that, this isn't really a spoiler because it's like the opening video sequence or whatever like one of the first ones where you meet his brother and it kind of tells you what happened yeah. to his brother really naff right and and weak, then he he kind of gets out of his car but he never really does because mm-hmm. he's going to drive somewhere else yeah it's just it's just one of those games that kind of a bit like you said about Destiny but on a much uh, higher kind of or much further way in that direction I think it really doesn't know what it wants to be Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it's just a bit rubbish to be honest but you know this is just our opinion so if there is anybody out there that really likes the crew uh, give us a shout let us know tell us uh, how wrong we are and why yeah yeah Colin Little do you like PS Plus games? I do I do like PS do you Plus games. Eat them up. I no, I I play them. I I, oh. I download them. It, you're doing it wrong, Paul. That's where I'm going wrong. Right. Uh, well, what's hot, coming this month, Colt? Absolutely hot off the press. Uh, we did not have this uh, until um, only about an hour before we came to record. Uh, I have the new hot, shiny, and uh, ready to go. PS Plus list for February 2015. The ink is still wet. Yes, yes, and now it's on my hand. Um, okay, here we go. So, coming to PS4, uh, this is the big release. This was the one that was rumoured that was going to be coming. Uh, and I think it's the closest thing we've got to a triple A game uh, is Transistor coming to PS4. Now, I have to be honest, I know next to nothing about this game. I've got a wee blurb here. 
It says from the creators of Bastion, uh, Transistor is a sci-fi themed RPG that invites you to wield an extraordinary weapon of unknown origin as you fight through a stunning futuristic city. A weapon of unknown origin? Yeah. Probably bought it at Victor Morris or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know anything about this game yet. I, I'm quite looking forward to it though. I certainly know a lot of people have been talking about this game. Uh, I've also heard a lot of love for Bastion as well. So, so that sounds pretty cool. Um, and from what I've seen on the forums and stuff at the moment, people are pretty pleased that this is coming to PS Plus. This is a bit of a win, I would say. Is this uh, brand new as well? Uh, I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't, don't recognise it. I don't at all. know if it's if absolutely it's, it's fairly recent hmm. anyway. Um, maybe it is new. Maybe I just have heard of it because people have been talking about it for a long time. Sure. Uh, the other game I, I know nothing about, but I, I was telling you earlier on, I quite like the look of it. It's called. Um, now here we go. It's a Greek <laughs> title. Uh, Ap- Apothean. Apothean. That's a winner for me. Something like that. Uh, and this uh, is quite quite a cool looking game. Uh, I said to you, it's got that kind of art style of um, of like kind of Greek vases, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a kind of side scrolling um, slash 'em up, as they call it. And the gods of Olympus have abandoned humanity, leaving you to perish without their benevolence. Take up arms against the gods, climb Mount Olympus, and take their divine powers for yourself to ensure mankind's survival. Damn those gods! Yeah, they can. Not to be trusted. Well, I have got previous with these gods. I have uh, completed the first three God of War games. Uh-huh. I'm currently playing Chains of Olympus on the Vita as well. Oh, I've you know I would say I'm at least intermediate God Smiter. Have you got issues there? You got issues <laughs> with the, the Greek with gods? Greek gods, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I I quite like the look of this. Actually, it looks quite good. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see what it's like. I'll, I'll let you know. Again, it's another one I've not, not heard of at all. No, it kind of caught me off guard. It certainly wasn't one of the ones they were rumouring. No, no. Uh, so I think it's caught a lot of people off guard, but it does look pretty cool. Cool. Um, we'll see what we'll see what it's like. Um, okay, uh, coming to PS3, we have Yakuza 4, uh, which again, is sort of a kind of triad, kind of Japanese... Um, I'll check. The Yakuza is the triads of Japan, aren't they? Yeah, the triads are Chinese. So it's a bike. <laughs> might might well be that as well. Yeah, so Yakuza 4, uh, set in Tokyo. Um, it's it's basically Grand Theft Auto in Tokyo. Okay. My friend Ali really likes this game. Really mm. likes this game. I can't remember if it was 4 or 3 he played, but he raves about them. I think the big thing with the Yakuza games is they're a little less weapon-orientated. There's an awful lot of martial arts fighting. Right, okay. Uh, apparently the fighting works really well, so I'll probably give this a go. I mean, I don't play a huge amount of my PS3 these days, but... Um, I'll probably give it a go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one coming to PS3 is Thief. Uh, again, a game I've never played. Oh any man, of them. I loved the Thief games. The mm-hmm. first one and Thief, Thief Two, which was called the Metal Age on PC, was brilliant. I loved it. These were games that just, just uh, you know, I was obsessed with the kind of Middle Ages and all that kind of stuff, and it was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. This one is not. Ah. I played the demo of it and. Um, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have read the review before I did, because the review was talking about how it just didn't feel like a breathing city. You know, you've got all these kind of NPCs hanging about, and they're just sitting there. They basically look you right in the eye. They don't spot you. They don't, um, you know, you can walk right by them. You can punch them in the face. It doesn't do anything. They just, mm. They're just part of the world. It's just really naff. And, and in a game that's so stealthy, or so meant to be about stealth, and, and, and really crucial, um, it just doesn't work. Uh, Is this the one that came out last year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, hmm. yeah. I just, 
Yeah, just very disappointed. But again, um, if you guys have played Thief or if you're excited about it and give it a shot, I mean, I, I might go and give it a go at some point, but um, I don't know. Now, we've got a good game coming up. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Now, this is uh, for PS Vita, but it's actually going to be cross-by as well, so you will get it across all three platforms, and it is the one and only Rogue Legacy. Wonderful. What a game. You once described this as... Uh Crystal Meth again. I think you've used that already tonight. Afraid so, yeah. A, right. a very limited patter, but this game, if ever there was a game that was Crystal Meth, it is this. I, I just adore this game. Um, quite a simple side scrolling, um, at least it looks simple. Um, kind of old school, kind of. It's got a wee bit of um, kind of Castlevania about mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Procedurally generated game. Every time you enter your castle, you lose basically all your money uh, and you have one life. And when you die, you come back as the descendant of the of your first character. And uh, each time you die, you, you level up and um, you have to fight your way through this bo- the various bosses in this procedurally generated castle against progressively harder enemies for loot. Um, <laughs> it's just so much fun. I think at last count, I'm level 300 and... 304, 305. Gosh, I couldn't even tell you where I got to. Oh, we need to get back onto it. This oh, I've done it. I've, I've finished it. Oh, oh no. no. The, the I've game, cut the habit. The game's not I've, even done I've yet. I've cut the habit. No, no, I did, no, no, I did no. the four bosses, got to the end, and it started me again, and I had yeah. to cut it. You need to get back. You need to get oh. back into that. Back into that. And this game's brilliant on the Vita, but um, I play a lot of it on PS4 as well. I've actually played some of it on PS3 as well. It works so well, and the cross save is brilliant. The one thing you do need to be very careful about if you're playing it on different consoles is to remember um, at the start of it, it will tell you you know your local save data is newer than than your currently uh, uploaded save data. Do you want to download your save data? Always click that you want to download your save data, or you will lose your more recent. Uh, your, your, your more kind of current save uh, so just be very careful with that the cross save works so well um, but you know I've I've been burnt I lost a good 30 oh. or 40 levels at one point and was oh. nearly nearly in tears um, so yeah uh, I cannot we, well both of us can't recommend so addictive Rogue Legacy so, enough so addictive uh, and finally coming to PS Vita we have Kick and Fennec uh, again I know very little about it I'll just give you the blurb uh, soon after waking up in a desolate but colourful world Kick meets a small flying robot named Fennec when Fennec saves Kick from a menacing guard robot they find out Fennec's battery is broken together they embark on an adventure to the core tower to find Fennec a new energy core a lot of robots there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks kind of... I, th- I think it's side-scrolling again. Platforming, yeah, yeah. Platforming. Listen, uh, there's been a few games that I've first went, I'm not going to touch them, and I've went back mm. to them. Uh, SteamWorld Dig, Binding of Isaac, for mm. instance. And I, was, both, I, I was like that way, Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Well, there you go. Yeah, so yeah. I will give it a go, and I would advise everyone to give it a go. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss it on our next podcast and let you know whether or not we've wasted some of your time. We've addicted ourselves to that. Now... Uh, I better also, just for a bit of um, fairness, uh, do the games games with gold for February uh, on Xbox platforms. Uh, we have a game, first of all, called Hashtag IDARB. Hashtag I-D-A-R-B. IDARB. We don't know a huge amount about it. Uh, again, it looks like a small indie title. Yeah, we sports kind of football-y type thing. I think yeah. Futuristic. Uh, to be honest, don't know much about it. So if anyone is out there on Xbox platforms, do let us know what it's like. Um, 
as I said, because we don't know a huge amount about it. Next game is Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Now, I have heard good stuff about this game. Again, know very little about it, um, but apparently very good. So that's that's quite cool. That's certainly kind of triple A. That played quite big on PC, I think. Yeah. If I remember rightly. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, it did. Now, I'm not exactly sure. We don't actually have the details. I'm not sure. Is this Xbox One or is this for, for Xbox 360? I'm assuming it's probably 360. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. We're not actually sure. Um, that shows you how much we care about Xbox. Yeah, sorry, Xbox listeners. Ooh. All two of you in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. There's a few more of you than that. Uh, and finally, there is Sniper Elite 2, which actually I, I have never played. Uh, I know that Sniper Elite th- 3 is out on PS4 mm. uh, and it looks quite good fun I mean this is a super violent game it's kind of gimmick is these um, x-ray shots and so oh, right, you right. hit people with your sniper rifle and then you get like this kind of kill cam where it goes into a x-ray and shows you all these various um, muscles and bones breaking under the, the blow of the bullet incredibly okay. violent looks great fun and I believe this might be a spoiler, but I don't know if it's definitely true. Uh, although I have seen a screenshot, I'm just not sure if it was this game or the earlier one. Uh, but I believe in Sniper Elite 2, you actually get to kill Adolf Hitler. And I think you get a trophy for killing him with a nut shot. Mm. So if there's anybody out there uh, and you get the chance, shoot Hitler in the nuts and let us know if you got a trophy. Flashes a screenshot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so now... We decided what we were going to do for our first ever podcast was uh, take you guys through uh, our our kind of what we are as gamers and what kind of stuff we've been into. So we thought we'd go through our console history. Um, so yeah, um, console and computer history. Absolutely, a bit more accurate, wouldn't it be? Now I feel I've been talking for a hell of a long time. So I tell you what, Paul, why don't you take us through your console history? We just love the sound of your voice, Colin. It's yeah. Well, basically, I get into computing uh, through my brother, mainly, um, who had a Spectrum 48K. If you remember that, that might be before your time, Colin. Possibly slightly, but I am familiar. Well, it was actually, I mean, it could have been earlier than that. It was the wee metal one with the rubber keys. I think I saw one in a museum once. (laughs) I mean, that might not even be the 48K. There might be one before that. I can't remember. Anyway, that's how we got. But I remember I was so jealous that I had to get it as well. So I get the Spectrum 128K when it came out and had the tape deck on it and everything. And if you if you don't know Spectrums, you know, if you if you still have the power of youth, then you've got to YouTube how a Spectrum loaded up its games. It's, it, it made a spectacular noise, Oh, it? wonderful. It took about <laughs> eight minutes to load and things like that. And then if the tape was damaged in any way, that was you, done. But uh, So the Spectrum was the first one, and then the natural progression to that, well, you could have went, you could have went one of two ways. You could have went into the Commodore region, um, or you could have went to the PC. I went to the Commodore Amiga, mm-hmm. the Amiga 500, if I remember rightly, which was uh, Yeah, wonderful. I think that's right, yeah. It was a wonderful machine. Um, absolutely beautiful. But eventually, after that, I went to PC, and PC, I'd say, is where the vast majority of my gaming history lies. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the great thing about the PC that really appealed to me, that one over all your... Uh, Nintendos and your Segas that I never ever got was that you could upgrade your PC so you never needed to buy a new box essentially well that was always the great thing but it was also the Achilles heel well because you know you bought a game for your console 
it was always going to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure any gamer out there remembers bringing a shiny new PC game home, delighted, and then the bloody thing wouldn't work. Oh, Heart, heartbreaking. Yeah. I had to take. I can't remember what it was. I had to take something back to the shop because it just wouldn't run at all. Mm. Um, even you know, it was still at the time where you had to delete stuff off your hard. I mean, your hard drives were maybe for like two gig for the whole oh, machine right. if you were lucky. Oh. A, gig, a gigabyte. I think a gigabyte was my first. Right. My first one was about one point two gigabytes, and that was like the OS and everything. Gosh. Mm-hmm. So that that I mean that when my brother my brother kind of essentially opened up a computer and worked out how to do it, and I kind of learned from him and just learned playing. So I managed to do that for about I don't know maybe about ten years or something. So the first mm-hmm. console that I bought was Xbox. The, the Xbox the, One, the, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the actual the Xbox. I love that way that Microsoft kind of like forgot they had an Xbox. Went, oh, we'll call this Xbox One. Mm. Yeah, and I, I essentially got that because my brother had moved over to Xbox as well uh, as PC. Um, but exactly as you say, I, I love the fact you could just buy your game, and go and play it, and that was it. So I went over to the Xbox um, purely for. Uh, linked to my brother and that naturally progressed to the Xbox 360 yep which was a lovely machine I loved Xbox I I, I mean the thing about the Xbox there was always this kind of fallacy about the Xbox that it was cheaper than the PS3 I, I had a PS3 and we'll discuss mine in a wee while um, however when the Xbox came out first now the Xbox came out before the PS3 if I remember correctly it came out a wee bit first and got a head start because it came with an arcade version where you didn't get like a hard drive you had wired controllers um, and various things like that um, now giving a console away without a hard drive was just a ridiculous idea at that time I a ridiculous right. idea but it was money making right or saving money sorry um, the wired controllers were saving as well right saving money right fair dues not everyone. At, at that time nobody had wireless controllers really so it didn't really matter yeah. but, but it's definitely the way it went um, but the thing that bothered me was there was all these headlines and a whole lot of people kind of bought into the fact that the Xbox was the better console and obviously bought it and I suppose in some ways it probably was I mean it certainly won that, that generation of the console war but I kind of felt people were getting a wee bit misled because when the PS3 came out albeit the PS3 was considerably more expensive than at least that arcade version Uh the PS3 came with a Blu-ray player already in it let's not forget the Xbox originally were backing HD DVD and we remember how well that went Mm -hmm. Uh, so they didn't have a hard drive they didn't have wire controllers they didn't have the uh, next generation of a video disc Um, whereas the PS3 came with a Blu-ray player so instantly you had a Blu-ray player which was already going to save you a lot of money Mm -hmm. it came with a hard drive Uh, I can't I think it was 60 gig or something that was the first hard drive I might be wrong can't remember now Um, it also came with wireless controllers and also their wireless controllers had their own built in lithium battery as well so they were much lighter than the Xbox controllers Um, and that just you know I think I do remember the PS3 was probably close to like four or five hundred pounds at the time, and and the Xbox was certainly considerably cheaper. But but they were I remember seeing the the HD DVD drive was one hundred and ten pounds, and then the hard drive itself was like eighty pounds. So when you added that on top of the price of your arcade console, actually the PS3 was the better deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that that kind of always kind of stuck in my craw. But maybe I mean I always get accused of being a bit of a Sony fanboy, and um, we will later on find out in my. Uh, games history I don't really think I am but um, but that kind of stuck in my craw however a number of my friends had Xbox 360s and uh, including we were talking earlier on about Battlefield 
three. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time playing the Xbox at that time. And I do have a grudging respect for that console. I do. I did. Yeah. It was a good console, especially. Some of the exclusives were great. I mean, the first two Gears of War games were excellent, you know. Mm-hmm. It was lucky it got the it got the up on the PlayStation with the multiplayer. With Certainly Xbox but, Live. Yeah. But it had to be better because you were paying for it. Uh-huh. You were uh-huh. never... The, PS, the PS3's the uh, PS online was free. So... You you know people would have caught on awful quickly if um, yeah. if it hadn't been better and and it was it was streets ahead. Well, they committed to it. That was the thing. They they, they went for it and they did it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, sorry. So what next? Well, next after, right. after um, Xbox 360. Well, uh, in tandem with the Xbox 360, I also had a Wii. Oh, I think everybody had a Wii at one point. <laughs> yes, every, as, every as, family. As we discuss my console history later on, we'll find out. Yes, everybody had a Wii, <laughs> and it was, the Wii was great. Brilliant. Uh, it was a great gimmicky console, you know. Um, and I, I'm I'm a wee bit sad that it didn't do better than it did. Yeah, I'm actually I've actually been considering for a wee while um, ransacking my folks house and taking the Wii because I have a you know I'd love to play Mario Kart again so everybody's Wii went yeah. everybody's Wii went to their parents but well, to be honest it was always sitting in my parents house so but it was great. It was a great, their console. It was a great party console, wasn't it? Oh, it was it was brilliant. brilliant. I remember witnessing people getting punched in the face with Wii remotes. Excellent. Not on purpose, or at least that's what people said. But um, how many uh, tellies were smashed? With well, the Wii? how many do you think? Well, as as I know, a couple of people who actually did smash their tellies with Wii. <laughs> awesome. I, I can't. I can't fathom how somebody could be that ridiculous but then again I can't really fathom how people would punch each other in the head with them and, and that also happened so uh, but yes no a lot of tellies were destroyed they gave they gave you a wrist strap <laughs> every loading screen told you to put the wrist strap on I have no sympathy for people that threw their Wii remotes through their telly however if you want a telly and some numpty threw their Wii remote through I have infinite sympathy for you and um, hopefully they're under the patio where they belong <laughs> Alright, so uh, I got rid of the Wii and just lived with the Xbox 360 for a while. And then when the next gen, current gen, came out, I was persuaded to move to the dark side. I'm doing crowd noise, I don't know if that works. I th- uh, first I thought it was Darth Vader. It was a bit of both. Actually, that would have been more witty. Can we edit that in? <laughs> no. 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 Do you know one of the main things that got me to PS4? My incessant badgering? Well, other than yourself. Um, and other than the thing, I think it's a better machine f- than the Xbox. Yeah, it is. Um, certainly for gaming. And I remember you use the term gimmicky quite a lot with the Xbox with its Kinect and things. But it, but as it, with the, the whole They've now drop the Kinect, well, I think I've improved right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the whole kind of side snapping screen and all that, I was a bit like, I don't want to watch the telly when I'm playing a game. No, no. So other than that, one of the main things was Drive Club. I, really, <laughs> I was really looking forward to Drive Club. How did that work out? Oh, well, I finally got it. Yes, about what two weeks ago. And we have to be honest, it's, it's, it's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good fun. It's great. Really uh, good fun. I, I'm not necessarily ready to forgive them yet because they have made 
well, we said we weren't going to swear this, but they have made an arse of it, right? They, mm-hmm. they made a real mess of that game. I think uh, we once got hashtag drive farce. Drive farce, <laughs> yes, yes, I, I believe. That, um, yeah, but it is, it's a great game. But that that was one that game really appealed to me, and I thought that's a great idea for a game, and it, it kind of it was a flagship for the PlayStation about being for the players, as it were. It was very multiplayer. It was always on. Yeah, and and that's another thing that gets me about these people complaining about the current gen always on kind of thing and and they all say we don't always we don't always want to be connected to internet blah 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 but see the moment it drops everybody's like why (laughs) well I I think I mean Drive Club was a mess that's that's a real problem I I, I think people are more annoyed though particularly about the the PS Plus version because people people are expecting it by now and it's been a really poor show that it hasn't turned up and I'm a wee bit disappointed in myself that I ended up paying money for the game uh, because I really should have at least tried it out first um, but it was dropped down what 19, 19 pounds yeah. as part of the January sale and we thought well let's give it a go um, we knew we were going to be doing this podcast anyway and we thought well let's give it a go and I have to be honest I'm not a huge fan of, of racing games and generally the racing games I've played in the past have been things like Burnout and stuff which are a wee bit more fun yep, yep. Uh, Drive Club's got that kind of arcadey feel though yeah and I'm, I'm actually really loving it and especially that dynamic weather update the rain is incredible mm. I find myself I mean I am a, I'm a bore at the best of times about stuff like this I'll pause screenshots and all that and Try and get my girlfriend like, come, come, look at look at how amazing! Look at the water. She always goes. You always talk about the water. Always talk about the water. <laughs> Colin Little in his water. I know, but it's, um, but I have to say the the drive club dynamic weather is spectacular. It's like, beautiful, really great, yeah. and the game seems to work really well. And to be honest, we've not noticed really much issues. The other day no. there was a few issues. Uh, well, you know the kind of like in-game challenges like the drift challenges and the cornering challenges and the average speed things I was getting going to them and it was saying not loading I believe they were doing some maintenance at right, the time. Right. but the game was still you working you still play the game yeah yeah, yeah. and um, and the cars I mean, the level of detail on the cars and I really like the cockpit view I mean I find it really hard to actually drive in it I'm, I'm, funnily enough I'm driving in first person in Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. I'm finding Drive Club a wee bit harder I think mm. I think it uh, you I know, can't do it I just can't do it it's great watching the windscreen wipers move the water about that is awesome that's me back in the water again sorry folks <laughs> so yeah so that was that was one of the reasons I got the PS4 in. Um, but I've not looked back from getting the PS4 I think it was the right choice to do I'm glad because I do remember when you got uh, actually I, I had my PS4 pre-ordered for months <laughs> months pre-ordered right mine didn't arrive on lunch day I wake up at like 3 in the morning from a text message a video text a video not a video, a picture message from Paul with him holding a PlayStation. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I've never felt more responsible in my life. And I actually felt a bit sick. You know, it's like, oh God, if he hates this, if he hates this, it's all going to be my fault. It was months of badgering. Months, months. It was months. And there's a number of people out there who witnessed and were partook and were the victims of the badgering who will, I mean, I did. And to be honest, to a man, they've all, they've pretty much all. They've all came. They've all come to uh, to mm-hmm. the wonderful world of the PlayStation, and they seem to be enjoying it so far. I do think it's a great console. I, I've, yeah. I mean, I've only played a little tiny bit of the Xbox One. It just felt a bit more of the same. I mean, it was it was FIFA. It was playing right, and and FIFA's kind of the same on any platform, yeah, really. Yeah. So maybe that's not not a huge thing, but it just didn't feel like a leap forward. I feel like the PS4 kind of feels like it, especially the DualShock Four. It's a huge jump forward whereas the controller and the PS and the Xbox One sorry 
just kind of feels like more of the same. And this was a day one edition. I mean, it was nice and shiny black and it looked quite cool. But the actual console itself is enormous. Hmm, it's like a big VHS player, isn't it? Oh, and I just... It's kind of like the days of the original Xbox. That was enormous no, as well. Very like it, yeah, yeah. And I just... I don't know, but but listen, you know it's selling a lot. It's selling a lot now. There's been a big price drop. They've, yeah, they've taken yeah. a huge price drop. They've got rid of the Connect, which was a was a gimmick. Oh, I always felt it was, and uh, bundling it together was a ridiculous idea. Um, I did like Connect with the, with three sixty. Well, I did, did like it. I, mean, um, I didn't play a lot of it, but it, by all reports, it worked well. The when the voice control worked it was great yeah that, that was my big appeal to it um, you have the uh, the PlayStation camera how's the voice control work on that it's alright it's it, it's um, it doesn't quite do as much as I want it to do right um, it's very good for simple things like logging you in mm-hmm. because it knows your face and different things like that it's yep. very easy um, but you know because it's not bundled with the console there's very few games for it yeah um, I mean I think the only thing I've played using it has been the game that comes with it, the playroom. Yeah, I did. I did have fun playing with the wee uh, aliens. They are good for the wee great. robots. It's great. And you know, my, my wee daughter's fifteen months, and she's kind of starting to be aware of that's her on screen and things she, like she that. Would, so that, that'll be her. good. You've done the thing where you cover the light bar and they have a wee party in the dark. Oh, I've not done that yet. I oh, need to do that. Right. So yeah. what you do is the, the robots turn up, and um, there's a way you can like flick them. Use the touchpad, and you can flick them out onto the the screen, as it were, and you see them run about your living room or whatever. Or you can, um, I think, you hold the touchpad and it sucks them all back in, mm-hmm. and they all go inside your controller. And the rumble feature's really good in the controller. It feels like they're inside. Yeah, and they now, come out the speaker as well. The noise yeah. comes out the speaker. And there's a way you can. I can't remember what button it is, but you can go inside your controller, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. can see them. And they've, they've got the wee light bar. Well, what happens is if you put your hand over the light bar the camera detects the light bars covered and you actually see the window get blacked out inside the thing and they have a wee party and I think you get a trophy for doing it and they have a wee that disco ball comes down and they have a wee party inside your controller it is hilarious I mean I would quite like to see Sony embrace this a wee bit more I don't know whether they're going to it's probably not going to because it wasn't bundled you know but the same now with Connect because it's not bundled because well, not everybody's got I'm not it. convinced that, that Xbox are really putting a lot of effort into Connect well, either it doesn't well, look that's like that's why they've separated them now as well because it's so I don't it's know. a shame because it, it, it is you know it is gimmicky but it's it's quite a nice wee gimmick, gimmick. and the Connect 2 had promise uh, but it's just it needs to be more accurate and yeah. it needs to be less hassle I mean I think we will end up using the PlayStation camera I mean we're we're hoping to possibly do some Twitch streams at some point it's great for that so we'll, we, will, we will use, you know, use you, it at some point and you want Skype and things like that now mm-hmm. to come to the PlayStation um, with it because that would be great you know well I, as far as I'm aware Skype's owned by Microsoft so I'm not of sure course. that's going to happen but some form of video messaging is bound to happen that's at some it, yeah. point, you know. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Never thought of that. Uh, but you know, I, I, I certainly hope that they they, they do try because I mean, Xbox did well. The Connect was was good. Uh, I, I think maybe they're kind of feeling, especially now they're doing their VR headsets. You know, the yeah. Oculus Rift. There's uh, Project Morpheus coming, and I believe now Microsoft have also got one in development. It's also got some mm-hmm. ridiculous name. I can't remember what it's called. Um, so maybe they're just thinking, you know, that they're moving on to something else. Yeah, yeah, it could be, could be. And the last thing I've got, ooh, I'm attacking my microphone again here. The last thing I've got is the PlayStation Vita, um, which gets a hard time, uh, I think. But uh, you know, as we said, we like we quite like our reviews. I love it, yeah. love it. I I I got one at Christmas, so it's only just recently, and I 
I kind of said at the time, I was like, well, I'd be good for travelling. Um, but I remember it was my girlfriend, she bought a tip for me um, for Christmas, and I didn't really know what to get, and I thought, well, I'll get a, I'll do that. I'll get a, um, I'll get a Vita, and we'll see how it goes. And uh, I have to be honest, I... I love it. I love it. I said to her, "Listen, I probably won't play it that much. You know, I'll I'll play it every so often. And when I go away traveling or, or working or whatever, I'll take it with me. And um, so I'll probably play it then. But listen, if you don't see me using it, it doesn't mean I don't like hmm, it. Hmm, yeah. I, I've never got it down. I, I'm playing it all the time. The, the uh, remote plays excellent. The remote plays great. I mean, it, it is affected by how good your Wi-Fi is. So you know. Well, you can also connect directly to the PlayStation. You can bypass your Wi-Fi. So it's oh, a direct connection. Charging cable or, or no? Both? Just just wi- uh, wirelessly. Oh. So it's like point to point. So yeah, so you can do it without a router essentially. Oh, that'd be excellent. Well, I didn't realise cool. that. Right, which okay. Cool. Well, and which I would imagine would free up your Wi-Fi for multiplayer with it as well. Uh, I, I was playing Drive Club with it last night, and it worked. It's I've great. not tried it on Drive Club yet. It's great. I, I think I've got big chunky fingers, so it's always a wee bit trickier. But the one thing I'm finding difficult with at the moment is that the the kind of L1 R1 buttons are mapped oh. to, the, to the touch bit at the back of the controller, and it's kind of a comfy place to put your fingers. <laughs> so you end up. You're like, what? What's going on here? What's going on? It turns out you're pushing buttons that you aren't aware of. There's, there's these two wee bits that I think are a bit too small, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. like the safe zone in the back of the controller, and getting used to keeping your fingers there. A really? bit too far in as well. Yeah. Too much of a stretch for me. But. To be honest, I spend most of my time with my fingers out in the air zone, like you know, like a posh person <laughs> drinking tea, but like that. But I've found that after a good few, you know, 40, 50 minutes of gameplay, your fingers go numb, and it's really weird. Excellent. It's like half your hand goes numb. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, been there. Always play your Vita responsibly and safely. Take breaks. Yeah, so that, that's me, basically. That's, okay. that's where I am now. PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita is what's currently on the go. Oh. So, Mr. Little, what about your consoles? Well, my console history. Okay, well, I'll take you quite a few years back now. Not quite as far back as your uh, Spectrum. Almost as many years as it's going to take him to read them out. <laughs> It's not even joking, it's true. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I was starting off with the Commodore 64. Now, I, remember, I think I think my mum and dad got this as a surprise. I remember coming down on Christmas morning. Sorry, Santa. Santa. Santa got me. <clears throat> Just destroyed some children's Christmas. Yep. Whoops. Uh, so anyway, we've got this uh, as a present from Santa. Uh, Commodore 64, which is just a brilliant machine, right? So it had... Uh, it was a... Uh, a keyboard just a, a keyboard plugged in your telly beige uh, keyboard it was beige it was very beige those kind of like late 80s early 90s everything was rather beige wasn't it everything looked like it was nicotine stained <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, <laughs> so uh, yeah there's Commodore 64 and it had this cartridge uh, at the top I, I, you, you put your cartridges into like the top right hand uh, edge of the, the keyboard it could play games I had such games as the 1989 Batman the movie the game phenomenal game it, it was really good it was with the, really the Batmobile good. with the the thing that would yeah. shoot out you grab a lamppost and, and swing around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like top down a bit like um, uh, yes. a bit like Grand Theft Auto yes. the original yes. uh, and it had that level where you had to fly the bat plane had to cut the, the mm. Joker's balloons and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. and ever, I, I could not get past like I think I I don't know if I ever really got past the bit at the start with the chemicals you know when Jack Napier falls into the chemicals and becomes the Joker and all that I don't think I ever got past that but my uh, my dad completed it I think it's about one of the only games my dad's ever completed he completed <laughs> it I remember being 
astounded by this I was like yes <laughs> uh, so there was that uh, and then later on it came with the peripheral uh, which was a cassette um, player yeah I mean uh, any kind of young ones listening to their games used to be on cassettes I say that as though you know what cassette is I mean cassettes that long now um, did you ever used to tape your songs after the games no I used to do that ah, I said, top I? 40 on Radio 1 after, the, after game? the game yeah. see I was never I didn't know that tech savvy from a young age I'll tell you this though right? <laughs> this is my one thing about games on cassette I remember you remember that film the Steven Spielberg film Hook mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. they had a game of it right? I remember oh, right. buying it in Clyde Bank Clyde Bank Shopping Centre and games used to come in these enormous boxes right uh, and Batman and Robocop and Hook were all made by Ocean I don't think they oh, still I don't think they still go brilliant. Ocean Ocean were brilliant they were great they made all the, they had all the big licenses and mm-hmm, stuff at the time mm-hmm. so anyway I had, I had Hook oh they did have Platoon, Platoon yeah. Game, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had um, Hook Hook was, was not a great game it wasn't uh, a good film it was this huge box right and it had the, it had the artwork of the film of the Hook and all that and it all looked really cool and I remember looking at the back of it and it had like Robin's Treehouse and it was the pirate ship and all this kind of stuff and I thought oh this looks amazing when you put it in the cassette for Hook it would load it took an hour to load. <laughs> I am not even exaggerating. I talk, tell you an hour. I used to put it on to load, go down and have my bath, have my, my <laughs> supper or whatever I'd have, do any kind of homework I had to do. I would then come back up and the game would be on. I would run. <laughs> this is uh, no word of a lie. Uh, I would use my joystick because you got the joystick. That's mm. what you use to control. Run along to the right. I would try and jump. I would miss the first jump and die. Second life, I'd run along, try and jump again, miss the first jump and die. Third life, run along, miss the jump, die. Then you had to load it for another hour. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> it was a side-scrolling game, so obviously side-scrolling games in those days were like made up of these kind of like pre-drawn things, um, <laughs> kind of pre-drawn screens. I never saw the second screen. I never saw the rest of that level. I only ever saw these platforms, these first few platforms, and that was it. That's all I ever saw. And then I remember as a kid looking in the back, waiting on the game to load, <laughs> seeing these screens, and thinking, I bet they never made those levels. I bet they never made those levels because they knew that nobody was going to spend several bloody hours trying to get through this level. A wasted youth by Colin Bill. <laughs> it's I still awake at night thinking of that bloody game. Still loading it. <laughs> exactly. Actually, still loading in my house. Uh, anyway, so that was the Commodore 64, but it was great. Uh, I also uh, special uh, mention to my mum who completed Flimbo's Quest. Did you ever play Flimbo's Quest? No, no. Oh, that was a good. You have to check that on YouTube. Flimbo's, Flimbo's Quest was Quest. brilliant. I think that game came preloaded on the Commodore 64. It was brilliant, and I also remember the first kind of real party game. There was a, there was a, what was it called? Some kind of circus game. Um. And uh, it was like a party game and you could have multiple players and you'd each take turns to like do the high dive or do the knife brilliant. throwing. Love it. it was brilliant. I'll, on another podcast, I will I will search that game out and have a proper discussion about it. It was brilliant. And it's, it's the first discussion. time I ever kind of dis- discovered this kind of like party game in which we were talking about the Wii earlier mm. on. And that was a kind of game all the family could play. Well, me and my family did play that game. Brilliant. And it was great. So I love the Commodore 64. Um so from that we ended up with the Nintendo Entertainment System a classic brilliant console absolutely brilliant console Uh, special you know shout outs to Duck Hunt the light gun game which actually came with it it was brilliant I still remember that 
you missed it and then the duck will go and fly off and you've gutted you I'll get you next time duck uh, <laughs> but at least you didn't wait an hour for it loading again no no absolutely <laughs> not I could you know I could miss that duck a million times <laughs> and then what time it take for it to load the NES was brilliant the Mario games Super Mario Brothers 3 was brilliant on it all the Mario games were excellent um, I had Ninja Turtles on it I had uh, the Ninja Turtles game was pretty good it was really hard but it was good mm-hmm. and I had um, uh, Jurassic Park awesome the game as well which was terrible actually but I didn't have a Nintendo but my, my friend did and I do have very fond memories of taking turnabout to play Mario I think I've still got mine somewhere. <gasps> break it out sometime, have a retro... Blow the old dust Have off. a retro cast. Um, this has all been quite retro, to be honest. <laughs> so next, uh, I just got an upgrade. We've got the Super Nintendo, the SNES. So what was the difference between the SNES and the NES? Well, the NES was, was 16-bit. Uh, the SNES was the 32-bit. So, uh, so the, the SNES was uh, the equivalent of the move from Master System on Sega to uh, Mega Drive, right. or Genesis, as it was called, um, out with... Uh, the PAL region. Was that right? Yeah, it was called the Sega yeah. Genesis. Uh, but the Mega Drive, so the, the SNES and the, the Mega Drive are both uh, f- um, s- 32 bit, I think. Yeah, 32 bit. Or was, or was the PS3? Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, so yeah, it was um, considerably. Power, more powerful and had some great games on it. The original, I was telling you about this before, um, Starwing which was the first game which you know, had Star Fox it was this kind of 3D thing and it had what they advertised as a Super FX chip and it had 3D graphics and they were actually pretty good yeah, yeah. Um, it was a great game again that was one my dad liked my dad always liked these kind of flying games I wasn't quite as good at it but it was a brilliant game and it was a huge leap forward and kind of looking back it's one of those games where I'm literally like I don't know how they managed it on that wee machine yeah. um, it was brilliant uh, the SNES was also the first outing of one of the greatest games of all time Mario Kart uh, a, a true party game a brilliant and, and was amazing on the SNES absolutely superb loved that machine and I have still got that I've also I remember getting my SNES with two controllers and um, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo excellent brilliant game brilliant yeah I spent years playing that game loved it Um, yeah great about the same sort of time I got a Game Boy the original oh, yes. big blocky Game Boy with Tetris and I had um, a Spider-Man amazing Spider-Man game Um and uh, yeah, it was pretty difficult. I, I do remember it later on. Oh, I've not written it down. I do remember getting a Game Boy Color at one point. That was about the time that kind of Pokemon came out, and the Game Boy went mental with Pokemon. Mm. Um, but I didn't include that. I then kind of went to PC for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. a game which I haven't uh, forgot to actually mention. We've, we've got a, a few notable mentions we'll be doing later on. I might come back to this. Half Life. Mm. Half Life is one of the greatest games I've ever played, and. Yeah, just I remember getting a demo of it with like PC Gamer magazine or something, and and just going, oh, "This is yeah. what games are now. This is what it is." And uh, I played that game all the way through. It was brilliant. It was great. Um, yeah, uh, I spent a lot of time playing kind of RTS games, you know, kind of real-time strategy games for for you console gamers out there. Um, a lot of Age of Empires, uh, the Total War games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah, bits like that. So, so there was quite a while when when the the PC got got um, got a lot of attention, and it was great. Uh, moving on from there, I got my Nintendo sixty four. Ah, sixty four bit. I think sixty four bit, and it just I worked that out myself. Just brilliant. Yeah, you know that's what the problem was. The NES was eight bit. The SNES was sixteen bit. The PS 
one essentially was 32 bit and uh, and then the N64 was 64 bit oh. that's how it worked because then I think the PS2 was roughly uh, 128 bit right um, I know the Xbox was, was definitely that Um but anyway, so the N64 is just a wonderful one. It has got one that's got possibly the greatest shooter of all time, uh, Goldeneye on it. Brilliant. Mario 64 was amazing. Uh, and, and this was particularly the real, the real kind of first party console as far as I'm concerned. It had as standard four controller slots. Uh, almost every game had split talking. screen, four player split screen. Brilliant. Um, uh, Goldeneye, um, Mario Kart, and um, Perfect Dark, which happened later on. They had this um, expansion section on the front of the N64. You pick it up and you put this. Later on, they released this um, expansion pack. They put it in, and it would give it an extra so many megabytes of RAM, which was later used for games like um, Turok 2, The Seeds of Evil, and um, Perfect Dark. And these, well, I think Turok Turok 2 could run without it but it had enhanced graphics right, on right. with it Perfect Dark needed it and Perfect Dark was just brilliant um, it didn't quite have the charm of um, GoldenEye but it kind of it had enhanced gore and just it was just a bit more kind of off the rails but, but yeah. I adored my N64 absolutely loved it still, I have still got that and I do from time to time bring that out mm. uh, the games haven't quite aged as well um, just because they, they were real kind of cutting edge 3D games at the Aye. time and, and the technology just wasn't quite there mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it hasn't aged quite as well but, but it was great other now, than graphics do the games stay quite good you know is, is the core still there on certain ones Mario 64 is still as good as it ever was yeah. uh, and also uh, Mario Kart 64 is wonderful GoldenEye unfortunately hasn't aged as well mm. uh, especially not on the split screen uh, it slows down ridiculously right, me and my right. pals played at four screen, uh, split screen and I tell you a special mention to my pal Ali who was always the absolute best at GoldenEye I mean, he was so good at it and still is, and we still play it. And I don't know what he can just deal with it. I mean, the frame rate drops, and I can't hit. I, I honestly can't hit anything. He can still kill everybody. He is still deadly at that game. Cheat. Yeah, cheat. Absolutely. You're a cheat. You're a cheat, Ali. <laughs> um, brilliant game. So the next one, uh, my, my sister got a PS1, so it was in the house. I played that from time to right. time. But I, I, it wasn't my console history. I went back and played certain games on it, um, especially Die Hard Trilogy. Die Hard Trilogy was brilliant. Awesome. Didn't even know that existed. Especially the second one. It was like, an, they were all different. So Die Hard Trilogy, the first Die Hard was a um, kind of third person kind of action game. You're running around Nakatomi Plaza. It was really quite hard. Second one was Die Hard 2, obviously. It was uh, on... Die Harder. Yeah, Die Harder, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it was an on-the-rails shooter. It was extremely gory, and I adored it. I honestly <laughs> loved it to bits. It's brilliant. And the final one was uh, was a driving game for Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm. And... Uh, it was brilliant because you could press I think it was select to go into like first person mode and you would drive your car about and when you hit people like you would run over people and the blood would go everywhere and the windscreen wipers would wipe the blood off the screen <laughs> it was it was ridiculously fun horrendously inappropriate and very violent but brilliant uh, anyway so I got a PS2 next um, yeah great basically everybody had a PS2 you know this kind of thing I know you had the Xbox but the PS2 was everywhere you know I did get access to PS2 friends had PS2 I, I don't remember 
playing a PS1 much at all, but PS2 yeah. certainly, yeah. The PS2 was great. I'm trying to think, well, that was when the first 3D Grand Theft Autos started oh, arriving. Yeah. You know, Grand Theft Auto 3, which was huge. When I remember when it came, it came out, just being blown away by it. And then one of the absolute high water mark. Well, I loved Vice City. Vice City was excellent. It was basically just Scarface, the game. It was so good. Such <laughs> a great soundtrack. Just brilliant fun. And then San Andreas, which actually, when you think back, the actual scale of that game, mm. just the, the achievement of it was enormous. It was brilliant. Uh, That's something Rockstar keep topping, isn't it? They do. The they just, they just keep out doing it. It's, it's astonishing. Mm. They keep doing it. Uh, then I had a, a PS3, um, which, yeah, I, I spent years playing. Spider-Man uh, console. Spider-Man console. Look, the font of the PlayStation 3 is a Spider-Man. That's font. exactly right. So it is, yeah. And who made Spider-Man? Sony. Sony yeah. Pictures, that's right, yeah. Uh, Power of marketing. I did love my PS3. We have discussed earlier on, I felt the PS3 was a bit unfairly done by the, the kind of marketing of it. But um, I loved my PS3 and I still, from time to time, play it. Um, there's some great games on it, some really brilliant games. In fact, we will discuss this later on, but possibly the greatest... Uh, game of all time mm, The Last of Us quite possibly mm-hmm. was PS3 exclusive it's now been remastered and actually I mean some people might disagree but I, I think it's been even upped um, even just with the, the wee bells and whistles they've added but, but a great game great console Killzone 2 is excellent um, the Gra- Grand Theft Auto 4 uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that yeah um, it was good certainly not as good as, as 5 but um, no but, but great um, yeah fantastic console uh, obviously at the same time we did discuss this we had a Wii in the Everyone house had a Wii. we have discussed it it's a great Wii console yeah. and as I said I, I enjoy that and currently I am PS4 and Vita uh, and uh, yeah I think I've, I've covered enough about both those consoles at the moment but mm. uh, yeah so that's our uh, that's us up to date with our console history so that's you guys knowing kind of where we are there's obviously no, no Sega in no, either of our histories absolutely not which is interesting because my, my wife's family is, are very Sega that's what they had oh. so I wonder if it's like in a yeah either one or, one or the other maybe a Nintendo or a Sega but then you look at that now though you think about that you know we never bought either of those consoles and now Sega don't make consoles so Oops. sorry Sega if you had a Sega console contact us on at Nearly Men on Twitter or Nearly Men Podcast on Facebook let us know was it worth it? Well, uh, um, to be fair, Streets of Rage made it worth it. Streets of Rage was brilliant. Mm. Do you know you can buy, advertising here, you can buy Wii Mega Drives that have got like 80 games on them now? I did see that. Mm. And I have to be honest, given the fact that I missed out on Mega Drive... That's an excuse. I might have to get one. So we're going to do a Kickstarter to find... <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not. Uh, okay, so, uh, listen, Paul, I, I, we have a nice little feature here, which uh, you have delightfully named Colin Little's Little Trivia. Yes, indeed. And I thought I'd just give you a wee bit of trivia. Uh-huh. So, Colin um, Little's Little Trivia. On that Sega point, did you know, Paul, that uh, there is a gene in the human body that uh, controls the placement of limbs in the embryo and it is called sonic hedgehog no. after after spine-like mutations created in fruit fly experiments now the, the cool thing about this is you're like oh sonic hedgehog you're like oh well anyone could have went oh everyone knows sonic but uh, the same sonic gene is inhibited by a protein which is named robotnikinin which is named after Dr. Robotnik. Awesome. Which I think is just superb. <laughs> You've got to love geekdom. I love that. <laughs> uh, and one last wee bit of trivia just now. You might get some more later on. 
Ooh. is did you know Paul talking mm. about PCs uh, in 1995 Doom which is just like one of the best shooters of all time mm. Doom was installed on more computers than the operating system Windows unbelievable take that Microsoft take that and 95 was the year of Windows yeah that was the the beginning that's, that's hard to believe it's amazing isn't it Anyway, I so remember my brother got his, his PC and it was the Windows, it was, I think it was about 1995 and uh, the big thing was it came with a disc, it was like, almost like a demo disc mm-hmm. and on it was Weezer's Buddy Holly video you know the one that in the Happy Days set and I all that, that. Ooh, and it was awesome just like Buddy Holly. and you were like, there's a video on my computer, a video, a, you know a, like my telly, I'm looking at things now I mean. oh, exactly, and then you, you look back and you go well that was a video on your computer you could have watched your telly. Maybe Weezer should have been writing more songs than uh, just putting their wee videos on Microsoft and they might still be relevant today. Take yep. that, Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> right, so moving on, because I realise that there's potentially people that have died on the other end while listening to this. Uh, <laughs> we decided to, to have a wee rundown of some, some big games. Now, uh, kind of picking your most favourite games of all time is difficult it's very difficult very difficult so what we've done instead is this is not necessarily a definitive list but these are games that that off the top of our head kind of came to us as important games so I think we'll just kind of pinball one after the other sounds good go through them so Paul do you want to take it away Uh, well the first thing I left as you say is is in no real order has to be the FIFA series Mm. I love the FIFA I think FIFA's great. It's great playing on your own. It's great playing with someone else. Um, Listen to Seth Blatter here. <laughs> there's a, you never get the same game of FIFA, even though you've got your cheat goals, as my brother calls them. To be fair, I always get the same game of FIFA. I always lose. Well, that's because you've got controller issues. <laughs> <laughs> None of them, no two games are the same. You, you can play it again and again and again. And it's just, it's so good. Now it's so... So good, FIFA 15 particularly is is brilliant, just for the the online aspect of mm-hmm. things. And you've got seasons, you get friendlies, whole manner of things. Be a pro mode where you go the one guy on the field, different things like that. It's a funny one because because the, the FIFA games. I don't have FIFA 15. I've got FIFA 14. I just feel that I kind of buy FIFA every couple of years because I feel that there's enough of a jump between. I just feel from year to year it's just a bit of a gimmick. The upgrades. I mean, you're a bit like, the teams don't even change that much these days. So yeah, I'm a bit like, yeah. well, I'm not that fussed. Um, however, the thing about it as well is I don't play a lot of FIFA single player. I tried to do the be a pro and I've tried to do the kind of season stuff. I get a bit bored after a wee while. Um, however, if, when my mates come around, the first thing we want to do is get FIFA. I mean, that's the, that's the like first game in and you sit and play player. it. It is great. I mean... Um, so competitive you, oh, you change as a person oh absolutely yeah so I, I, I love FIFA I could, I could play FIFA all night yeah good choice absolutely good choice we really should have just played FIFA tonight instead of wittering on about this I know I, the, I have been I know the <laughs> I know the people listening watch they were playing FIFA uh, okay what's so, your first one well I'm going to go all the way back to uh, to I think it was my SNES this was uh, this was Super Mario World right so this was the first one and this was brilliant right this, this is the first Mario game that I completed mm. um, so I, I don't know if that means it was easier or maybe I had just got 
old enough to kind of get quite good Finish at games, it. Yeah. The great thing about Super Mario World was, and this is amazing, I, I, know I might be wrong, but I'm fairly certain. So if I am wrong, let us know at, uh, at Nearly Men uh, and obviously get us online or Facebook or, or, or send, us, send us an email. Um, an email? Uh, what are we called? What's our email again? It's nearly Men, men Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one, Nearly Men Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email and let me know if I'm wrong. But I think that uh, Super Mario World was the first game that Yoshi first appeared. Um, and I remember mm-hmm. just thinking, this wee dinosaur's amazing. I hate him now because he's always super fast <laughs> in Mario Kart and my pals always go him and beat me. Um, it's no but, challenge though, you know. Yeah, he's a cheat. He's a cheat. He's, a, he's the cheat's goal <laughs> equivalent of Mario Kart, okay? You hear me? You hear me? You go, you go Yoshi, you're a cheat. Uh, so yeah, Super Mario World, brilliant game. So much fun. Yeah, it's one of the, I don't I don't know if I played I get all the Mario's mixed up. Yeah, it was great. This this one it, it was specifically about a world. So so you went from like wee island to island, traveling about and things like that. And it just I don't know. I mean, it, it probably wasn't really that much different from any other Mario, mm. but it just felt different. Mm. Uh, I loved it. Brilliant game. Uh, what's mm. next on your list, Paul? I, I'd argue that this is the the greatest game of all time. Mm. Next on my list, played on the Xbox 360, was Red Dead Redemption. Oh, what a game. What a phenomenal game. It's certainly the most beautiful game I've ever played. You know, bearing in mind the changes in technology. I think for at the time, that that looked beautiful. Oh, it really did. I'm actually worried about it. I would love to go back... And play it, but I just worry that it wouldn't hold up as well. It, it's, mm. Sometimes when you go back and play a game after a long time, it's more beautiful in your head yes. than it actually is, yeah. and your kind of memories have made it so much more spectacular. When you go back, you're a wee bit disappointed. So I'm a wee bit hesitant, but I just remember. I remember one time I was hunting this kind of outlaw out in the kind of out in the Badlands or whatever and I remember getting bitten by something I'd heard this rattlesnake and I thought there's no snakes in this game I got bit by a rattlesnake and it actually was in the game it's like bloody hell and the only other point was uh, I got uh, later on uh, and I was out in like this sort of like kind of Colorado kind of like pine tree kind of forest and got attacked by a bear I've never had such a fright in my life I didn't even know there was bears in the game it was brilliant such a good game and and you and I always talk about that when you go into Mexico I thought the game was done yep I and thought the, the game the was beautiful. Done. Is it Jose Gonzalez? Is that who does the song? I think, I think maybe. I, I think so. I don't. I couldn't be sure, but it certainly sounds like a missing incredible so bit of music happens. It just comes out out of nowhere, and this entire song plays as you travel um, from from America into Mexico, and it's just Brilliant. superb. And it's I, so good. I totally love the Western genre, mm-hmm. um, and when I was writing these notes, that, that you know, is it's totally Grand Theft Auto in my kind of genre. Do you know it's, yep. it's the same feel of it but with the space and I suppose Grand Theft Auto 5 gives you that a wee bit That's with cool. the the what is it called now the, the countryside of it oh uh, um, can't even recall now oh, Palito Bay and um, Mount Chiliad and that, Blaine yeah, County yeah. Blaine County that's yeah. it yeah. yeah and the story was good as well you know the story was a bit predictable and it's it's what I mean, an ending though I don't think I've ever quite recovered from that ending oh, what a brutal ending yeah yeah mm. What's your next game. one? Uh, next one, right, I've 
I'm not going to dwell on this for too long. I did discuss it already. GoldenEye 64. GoldenEye. Brilliant game. I would say it's possibly one of the best ever licensed games. As I said, it's not held up very well now, but it was great. And the, the multiplayer was just absolutely superb. And, it, yeah. and years and years and years me and my pals played that game and consistently came back to it. even when we had moved on to PS2 we still came back to Goldeneye brilliant brilliant game have you seen I always get them mixed up Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Camille I can never remember which is which Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Camille. Camille. <laughs> Jimmy Will Ferrell <laughs> is it Will Ferrell or Will I think it's Will Ferrell Ferrell what I, I don't know listen I know it's definitely not Jimmy Camille <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paul's just got a new nickname. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel then, or Jimmy Fallon, I can never remember which is which, but he got Pierce Brosnan on, and they played Goldeneye. Oh, I need so, to see that. So look that up on YouTube. Oh, I need to see that. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, Paul, what's next? Next for me is Frontier. Ah, uh, see, I don't know this game at all. Frontier was Elite 2, essentially. Elite was a, a space sim of 1986, would be my guess. That was the year I was born, Paul. Uh, well, I didn't play that one. This this was my elite. Uh, Frontier came out, I think, 1991, but I'd have probably played it about 94 or something like that. Um, for those of you who don't know, Elite was uh, Frontier was essentially the sequel to Elite, which is a space sim, but it's also like you trade and you fight and different things like that as well. And they, they've recently done a a re a redo of it, Elite Dangerous, I think it's called, which looks awesome. I've witnessed my brother playing it, and it's huge. Um, but very very nice and it's the same idea again um, you know the huge multiplayer aspect to it now but yeah I just loved it it was really just quite a simple game you know you, you talk about your your 3D early 3D graphics it's that mm-hmm. similar kind of thing um, you could just explore so you could go from world to world and you just had this freedom to do what you want and trade where you want and make money or go and kill people whatever you want to do it sounds really cool it was it was good it was yeah. good very basic but great game Excellent. Uh, okay, well, I, I'm going to move something up my list. Just, it just feels appropriate oh. to talk about this at the time. Uh, again, it'll be quite a quick one because uh, I've already sort of touched on this, but it was Mario Kart 64. Again, the same thing applies to GoldenEye. Uh, you kind of got an N64, and really, see if you had uh, Super Mario 64 to an extent, but see if you had GoldenEye and you had Mario Kart 64, you kind of never needed another game. Mm. They, they were just so good, and the multiplayer on them again was just superb. Replayability, yeah. And that game, whereas whereas Goldeneye has def- definitely shows its age now, I would argue that, that Mario 64 still works brilliantly. Awesome. An amazing game. Really great. Uh, I suppose that's the bonus of cartridges as well. As long as you keep them, keep the dust out of them and stuff, they generally keep going. You know, yeah. keep going. Yeah. So, uh, wonderful game, Mario Kart 64. Awesome. Next for me is another Amiga game, Sensible Soccer. Oh, now I remember a wee bit of that. Sensible Soccer was awesome. I I would challenge anybody in my youth to beat me. That's sensey. That's sensey. Anybody in the whole world I could have beaten. I was unbelievable. Them's fighting words. Yeah, it was. I mean, now it's a different kettle of fish. Oh, let's, let's see. Let's see. If anyone's got an old Amiga <laughs> and uh, a copy of Sensei Soccer <laughs> and would like to challenge Paul, then you know where it gets. Uh, you know the Twitter handle by now, at Nearly Men. Uh, you can get us on Facebook. We are on SoundCloud. And, uh, of course, uh, Nearly men podcast at gmail.com I am not confident I could win a game now I'm not confident that I gave those details correctly either so <laughs> I'm sure you're right but Sensei was great because you could just pick up and play it it was really really good um, and it was just I remember 
uh, one of the sequels, Sensible World of Soccer, was great because they put in a career mode and you yep. can get transferred, and oh, it was awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, okay, so, uh, right, well, listen, it's only so long we can skirt around talking about this. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. This, this might well be the best game I've ever made. It might well be. I realise that there's people that think mm, I have heard people say you know the start of it there's an awful lot of pushing crates about and all that kind of stuff and yes there is a fair amount of that to begin with and that mechanic's used a wee bit um, and it kind of borrowed you know the kind of cover and the stealths maybe borrowed from other games but the story the uh, the scale the scope of it and just the from the voice acting to the writing to the motion capture to the, the uh, conflict and the, the combat I, I just I just don't know I, I sometimes argue that you know we are both big big film fans and um, films in a lot of ways I think it's like you know probably the, the, the truest art form but there are some games which I think because you actively you actively control that and you are immersed in the game that you actually are more engaged than even in the greatest film so I think there's points when, when a game can be even greater than a movie and this is one of those games which literally and we we have not properly discussed this yet because you've only just you know you were kind of late to the party with mm-hmm, The Last of Us mm-hmm. you've only just completed the game we've yeah. not discussed the ending properly yet no. uh, and we won't do it on this one but um, we will do a wee spoiler cast um, at some point um, and and that'll be one that will give you a pre-warning so we won't actually give you any spoilers uh, without warning you um, and we will discuss the ending to that game because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think it's one of the best endings in a computer game ever yeah, yeah. Uh, just brilliant any, uh, any thoughts? Yeah, just exactly what you said, and um, I, you know, I've got that it's it was quite a straightforward game. You know, the the basic mechanics of it was very straightforward and quite repetitive at times. But the story, as you said, has really kept you going. You wanted to get to the next part of the story, and you knew you were going to have to push up in again, and you knew you were going to have to get a ladder down and all this. But the the story of it and the, the atmosphere it created. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm not one for scary games. Mm. I, I hate I hate scary games, scary films, anything like that. That's got some good scary bits in it. Too. It is, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Um, well, but it created this wonderful atmosphere of tension, which is great because uh, I, I love that. I love that tension, but um, the the booze and the jumps and all that I'm not really interested in. Yeah. But this tension and you know the sound of a clicker. Oh yeah. Just nearby is enough to send chills. And you've still got Left Behind to play, haven't you? I have, yes. yes. Which I mean I'll tell you, I mean Left Behind is considerably easier. I mean I played them both uh, on the remastered version on the hard difficulty level. Not grounded but hard, which is a fair challenge, hard. but I, I got I got through it because I'd I'd already played it on PS three so I sorta of knew what to do. Um but uh Left Behind is considerably easier and it is very short mm-hmm. but it does fill in some really nice bits of story yeah. and stuff it's it's definitely worth playing it's great and of course it's been made into a film yes yes that actually there was there was some news about that just recently I think they've got a new director am I correct? Uh, well I heard them talking about the changes to the story yeah they, they, they might change the plot a bit I, I think Which if anything it's one of those games like, no. that doesn't need a change in its plot mm, that's it's what not saying. as perfect as us and it's got to be it's got to be Josh Brolin playing Joel surely it's a good shout surely good shout. can't really think anybody else that'd be as good Ellen Page would have been good as uh, Ellie surely but she's, it's based she's, on her she's too old now too old I'm saying, but, but she would have been good yeah. great game great, great game, game. Uh, okay Paul so what's next on your list the Secret of Monkey Island series oh. I played these on Amiga first up first most first of all um, 
what can you say it's just awesome just a fun game brilliantly fun really, I mean a really good adventure game but with a wicked backbone of humour I played them all um, recently they, they, you know on uh, the last gen so Xbox 360 and PS3 they, uh, they re-released them and they had this cool thing where I think you press the select button That's and right, swap yeah. between the old school graphics and the kind of new ones and it was great swapping between them you're like ah oh, I remember I generally played it on the new one just because it you know it was a bit more easy to, to kind of cope with but yeah, I yeah. always press select every screen I got to I press select to see how it used to look <laughs> those games were just tremendous I am yeah. desperately I mean I, I realise it's already been done so maybe they won't bother I kind of hope they bring it you know the Grim Fandango's Grim Fandango's out PS4, yeah. which I can't wait to play I only mm. I had that on PC uh, and I got a loan of it from a friend and um, it was one of those kind of games that was on like three discs I think and the second disc didn't even work oh. so I only ever got through the first so I've got that, a whole bunch of that game to play and it's cross by as well yeah, for, Vita. Buy for the Vita yeah. I think I'll probably play more of it in Vita than PS4 mm. but I, I might be wrong but yeah but I mean you know I'm, I'm, I'm singling out the, the Monkey Island series but all the Lucasfilm LucasArts I should say they were amazing they were great like that and the Indiana Jones one uh, that was the Temple of Atlantis the Fate of Atlantis the Fate of Atlantis oh, Temple of Doom my, my pal uh, Ali who I've mentioned a number of times tonight he adores the Fate of Atlantis that is uh, awesome plays it all the time that was a, there was a, a Nazi submarine in that and mm-hmm, at one point mm-hmm. great game brilliant I think that could be a good point for a uh, Colin Little's Little Trivia Oh well. yes A wee bit of Colin Little's Little Trivia uh, Where's my Where's my shoe <laughs> I'm not just You don't learn them Oh I've got just the, Talking about Indiana Jones uh, I've got a bit of uh, a bit of trivia for you. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. You ever play Fallout Three or New Vegas? No, no. Great game. Bethesda so, uh, made them brilliant game, especially Fallout Three. But New Vegas is very good. And actually, somewhere out in New Vegas, uh, there's a fridge with a body and the effects of Indiana Jones inside, referencing the scene from. Well, we won't discuss that terrible film and that ridiculous scene. That see that scene with the fridge for me. That was Indiana Jones jumping the shark. They were pushing it with Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> and then there was that moment. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it gets a hard cry, a hard time that that film. Nope, nope. I think you need to watch it again. No, no, no. Granted, that scene is a bit ridiculous, but it's all ridiculous. Well. That bit where they're all swinging in the vines is just ridiculous. Oh, I, but it's still in the Joe, you know? No, it's not. What's your next game? <laughs> my, my next game uh, is Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Mm. This game was amazing. Uh, I remember, I, I, this was one I had on PC at first, but it was one of those ones where... Um, I need to stop playing that pen, it's making a noise. Sorry, listeners. Um, I had it on PC but my PC just wasn't quite strong enough to do it. so I had to like footer about all the controls and as a result you know, all the, the kind of the graphical options so as a result it was a bit like a kind of diet version of the game right, I just kind of okay. knew I mean it was great I put hours and hours into it but it just I just knew that it just wasn't quite right and funnily enough I got it on the PC because I think my friend had bought the game and it didn't work on his PC and he was going to upgrade it but wasn't upgrading it for a month or two so he said well you keep the game then now and play it and then when I get my upgrades into it, and I, I don't know if he ever did upgrade it I had that game for years in fact I might still have it um, Was this the fourth one? This is Elder Scrolls uh, Morrowind was the third I think Elder Scrolls was four yeah Elder Scrolls four was Oblivion because Oblivion, yeah. I think Skyrim was five 
But uh, yeah, so anyway, when, when I bought a PS3, I had unfinished business with Oblivion. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was the game I got with my PS3 and I put hours and hours in it. And funnily enough, that was a game that had huge problems on PS3. Uh, oh, oh, no, sorry, I'm getting a bit mixed up. Skyrim had huge problems on PS3. Mm. Although funnily enough, I actually never really experienced major problems with it. I know friends that did, but uh-huh. I never really had big issues with it for mm-hmm. myself. So maybe I got a wee lucky with that. But that, uh, the uh, great game Oblivion, mm-hmm. and that's that's part of the reason why I'm so excited about Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. I hope if it can capture just a wee bit of what it's what, a good thick world, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing! It's really, I well think because they've got so many kind of games to kind of pull back on and mm. kind of each one within a reason that sort of has a different kind of part there was an expansion to Oblivion which was the Shivering Isles and and um, Morrowind was another part of the world so these were all parts of Tamriel so Morrowind was one game that was set in Morrowind right, and, yeah, right. um, and then uh, Oblivion was set in oh god I can't remember what the place is called but that's where like the Citadel is and stuff like that and then Skyrim's another world so hopefully Elder Scrolls Online will have all these worlds Encompass them and that'll all, be huge yeah. uh, sorry what's your next game Paul? Command and Conquer oh. on the PC oh no I did like that hours hours spent on it um, excellent multiplayer mm-hmm. I think this might have been the first strategy game I played Certainly, the first one I remember having to have a strategy. But I think it might be the first RTS. I it was a big game for LAN as well. Lots of people uh-huh. set up LAN uh, networks and played that game, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I can't even remember. Maybe, maybe me and my pals did that. I can't remember. It does sound like the kind of game we might have played. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Look at me. Thinking back, it's Red Alert was the big one. Red Alert, the second yeah, one. That's, the one. that's definitely one I played. Yeah. What was it? Was the third one Tiberian Sun? Am I making that up? Was that the third one? Was that an expansion? You could be right there. Tiberian Sun was kind of futuristic though, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I think yeah, it had like yeah. mechs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The Red Alert was very, well, the Red it, Alert it was Soviet, Russian, yeah, 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 Soviet sort of thing. But yeah, just great. You could just play that for hours and then. Well, I see your real-time strategy of Red Alert and I raise you. Oh. Age of Empires. Oh, not oh, a game I'm familiar with. I loved Age of Empires. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires was just this incredible game. I, you know, you, you kind of started out in the Stone Age, and then you had to like, you know, was it the Bronze Age or whatever? You, you you built up, you had to build up things and uh, resources and, and improve things, and you were like, you went like a tribe, like the Greeks or the Romans, or, and you had like um, special classes, like hoplites for the Greeks, and the Romans had like right. centurions and stuff. It was just an amazing game and it sort of had like kind of like kind of like f- it was almost like they had actually the, the graphics of the, the little guys were almost like film quality sort of thing they, they looked so realistic mm-hmm. uh, it was great and then it, 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 the second one was um, Age of Kings Age of Empires oh, yeah, Age yeah. of Kings which was just brilliant medieval these huge castles and it just and I do remember playing that on LAN with my pals and playing that online we even played it online on network and you would spend hours and hours building up this vast army just getting ready to attack and then of course there was maybe three or four of you in the map and as you go to attack one he comes and the other one comes and attacks you from the other end brilliant brilliant game brilliant amazing fun um, these yeah. games are so much better with more than two players aren't they absolutely, this, awesome. absolutely. especially when you're fighting for resources and stuff oh, as well brilliant. so brilliant. much fun great game my next choice is a big one a big one. It's my first and probably only main MMO that I've ever played. Star Wars Galaxies. Awesome game. I heard about this. I never got a chance to play it. I, I was lucky enough to get in the beta for it. 
Um, mm. Had to get it all shipped from America and all that was great. And uh, but it was just it was wonderful. I mean, you know, World of Warcraft I think had been going for a while by then, so people were into it and things. Yep. But this was my first experience, and, and then the Star Wars universe, I mean, a whole oh. huge world was wow. awesome. You know, and the in-player events where Darth Vader would land and stormtroopers would come out and things. Because you know, obviously, you couldn't go Darth Vader; he disappeared. It was a because then everyone would go Darth Vader. Exactly. So it was a dev. So coming back to that city of heroes and so did a dev play his a dev would come on and he'd be uh, Darth Vader and things so he'd be moving about and all that awesome awesome and in the early days it was really good they didn't have vehicles so you had to walk everywhere Mm -hmm. so it took forever to get anywhere so what all the groups started doing were grouping up and like going on hunts so mm-hmm. you know you'd maybe go to like a, a Jedi temple and Dantooine or something but that's going to take you an hour to get to so what you do is group with 20 people and you just hunt as you go and it was just it was a real sense of community sounds like Mad Max it's awesome all these it's awesome. tribes of it's so good I, I, it fell apart a bit um, I think just every, once they introduced Jedis you could become a Jedi everybody wanted to be a Jedi right. so they made it really hard but it just meant loads of grinding and all that and it just it, it kind of lost something I think when they introduced that but uh, to begin with it was just awesome as you see in the Star Wars universe it was brilliant unbelievable uh, ok well talking about grinding this game is synonymous with grinding uh, Dark Souls 2 mm. now I never played a lot of Dark Souls 1 in fact I got a loan of it and I mean, uh, my, one of my mates was disgusted at me because I just thought, I didn't I just thought the graphics weren't very good, and I was like, mm, mm. not mm. sure. And Dark Souls is famous for like killing you. Like, see, Dark Souls two, you die when you die for the first time. You get a trophy saying "Welcome to Dark Souls." The <laughs> <laughs> special edition of Dark Souls one was called the Prepare to Die edition. Right, Dark Souls is one of these games where you die and die and die and die and die. And it's so difficult, and and like the uh, Dark Souls two, they kind of streamlined it to make it slightly more accessible. But as far as I'm aware, they kind of counteracted that by actually making the game harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just wonderful. Um, and actually, I had got the PS4 by this point, and I had played wee bits of PS4, and then this game came out on PS3, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to get it. So this was my last hurrah on mm, the PS3, mm. and it was bloody brilliant. And it's actually coming out. They're doing a special version of it, which they've they've done a lot of remastering to, and uh, people are growing a lot of these, these kind of remasters. But it's coming out with the two expansion packs included, and a whole lot of new bells and whistles and and things on PS4 kind of springtime. Right, right. And um, I might have to do it tempted, again. Tempted. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was that good. It was really that good. And there's still there's still a wee bit I've got to do. So yeah, that's 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 a shout. That's a shout with that. But we'll see. I just wrecked yeah. the place now. Paul's just destroying the place. Right. Next one for me is Minecraft. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, purely because of simplicity. I mean, you know, we've touched on it already, so I'll not, I'll not uh, batter on. But it's just awesome, the, the simpleness of it. And it's... Um, you know, you get lost as you see. You get this hour trial and you feel like you've been playing for 10 minutes and it mm. tells you your hour's up and you're... Oh. And it's just... You know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. But it's, it's like Lego. It's Lego you don't need to tidy up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that, 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 there's, the, there's the review right there. Brilliant game. Yeah, no, I, I can't really say much else about it. Um, okay, so I, I got two games that I had put separate, but you've kind of went with series. You had FIFA and, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's Grand Theft Auto. 
Oh, yeah. I just yeah. love Grand Theft Auto. I am a bit of a sick little puppy. Uh, I, I had Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which was amazing. Uh, San Andreas was great. I quite like Grand Theft Auto 3. It's all right. Grand Theft Auto 5 was re- uh, 4 was really good, but Grand Theft Auto 5 is outstanding. The bee's knees. And particularly... I've had it on PS3, uh, but on PS4 it's just... But they've done well with it. It's really the, great. The whole first person thing's a great addition. I love it. It's really good. I didn't get to finish Grand Theft Auto Five on Xbox. Have you finished it yet on PS4? I've still not finished it, no. I'm still going through it. What about um, you at? I'm very early. I'm actually not as far as I got on the Xbox. Oh, they've got um, a lot to come. There's some yeah. really great heists. I, I'm actually... I've kind of drifted away from it f- for the moment, but um, I'm going to get back onto it soon. Um it's brilliant it's so good so yeah. good and I'm enjoying taking my time with it as well and playing the online the online's and, amazing you know, fun. it's great fun yeah. and with the introduction of heists as we spoke about it's going to be great with the online absolutely what a game though brilliant I mean, huge Ma- so much to do and, and the staggering thing is although now it's, it's kind of been kind of jazzed up a bit with the the next gen stuff or well now current gen stuff um, and that's still last Gen technology, yeah, yep. it's, it's it's staggering. I mean, the PlayStation Three only has 512, 512 megabytes of RAM. Mm. That's all it had. Unbelievable! Isn't it's it? astonishing they managed to do it with little. I mean, it's always got a huge loading time to begin with, but then there's no loading. Yeah, yeah, seamless, seamless, brilliant. Because if I remember rightly, even the was it the fourth one? You had a wee bit of load between each place. Or was that the third one? I could be going way back now. I can't remember. Yeah. It's been quite a while since I played. But it's, the fifth one's seamless, yeah. you know, and so vast, so vast. That's me. I'm out. Uh, I'm out as well. Well, I uh, mean, there's so many games that I didn't put on the list. You know, just thinking off the top of my head, with PC there was ones like um, you know X Wing Alliance and that was good. Jedi Outcast, the Jedi See, and Dark Forces, good. and all that. that. Was good. They I were great. loved Dark Forces too. Jedi, so good. Jedi Knight was that? That's Dark correct. Yes. Yeah, great game. Dash Render, Dash Render, or was it that. Kyle? Oh, Kyle. Kyle oh, Katarn. Yeah. Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Dash, Who's Dash Render? Dash Render was the guy you played in the first one, in the first Dark Forces. Oh. And Kyle Katarn you played in Dark Forces too. I thought you were Kyle in the first one as well. You could be right. Uh, I don't think so. Brilliant game. So good games. I mean, so many. I could go on all night. Yeah. But I won't. Yeah, well, we've never even mentioned Portal. We love Portal. Oh, Portal. Portal 2 in particular. Oh. Just hilarious. Surely there's a Portal game coming. I would imagine so. Give us so. another Red Dead and a Portal, and that's me. That's Paul. My that's him happy. Yep. Uh, well, give uh, us another bit of trivia. Yeah, I think we will finish up with Carly Little's of, little trivia. That's um, that's not going to be my jingle, Paul. That was my audition. Well, that's now as both sang. I sang a wee bit of Weezer earlier on. <laughs> instantly regretted it as I sang yep. it. Yep. Okay, I've got a couple of wee bits of trivia that we'll do. Uh, so. Uh, Paul, do you like Duke Nukem? I do like Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem 3D, uh, mm-hmm. which of course the Megaton editions on Vita. Vita. Um, if if we get this out before the end of January, it is still there. So anyone that's got a Vita, it's still there. It's your PS Plus will be for the first couple of days in February as well. Get it. It is Snap brilliant. It I'm loving it. Yeah, Duke Nukem. And I can't wait to actually see if I can still find this. But mm. in Duke Nukem 3D, there is a secret room with Homer Simpson's desk from the Springfield power plant in it. Excellent. Can't wait to find that. That will be amazing. That's awesome. If I do find that, I'll try and screenshot it. Um, and we'll see if we can get it up on Twitter or what have you. Uh, also, Batman Arkham Asylum. Did you play that? That was a great game. Amazing game. Oh, that was that? brilliant. A ba- Batman can be a game. I'm ashamed to say I never completed it. 
Oh, uh, I don't know what happened, but I never completed it. However, uh, I do have it on my PS3. I don't think my save file is there anymore, oh, unfortunately. Start again, start but again. I do have it on my PS3 because it was a PS, PS Plus game a few months back, oh, and yeah. I snapped it right up. Awesome. But, it's better uh, than the Ocean one. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> considerably, <laughs> considerably. I don't know if my dad would agree, but I certainly do. Uh, did you know that during the development of Batman, uh, one person spent two years working just on the cape, just it's on Batman's cape? Unbelievable. The cape is very good, though. You, you can understand why it is beautiful. Yeah, it, the whole fighting system in Batman's great. Two years ago, though, two years ago, two years. Two sorry, years that they spent on it, just on the cape. Just think, I mean, because it gets holes in it and all that as well, doesn't it? It does. It gets all tattered and ripped. And I think um, when you're out in the rain and stuff, I think it gets like wet and stuff as well. It's it's really impressive. He's on about his wetness again. His water. (laughs) I know how to. (laughs) His water issues. Come here, come here, come here, Debs. Come and look at the wetness of the cape. (laughs) Not again. And uh, one final bit of trivia. Taking a wee branch into the mobile games thing. Paul, Angry Birds. You a fan of Angry Birds? I got addicted to it for quite a while. I yeah. was obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah, 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 absolutely obsessed. It was the fact it. you could play it anywhere. Yeah, it was great. Really simple games, we all were so good. But this is something I didn't know. Uh, see, the enemies uh, in Angry Birds, they are, of course, pigs, but yeah. they are green. And the reason for this was that during the development of the game, uh, it was, of course, the swine flu epidemic. So they made pigs the bad guys, and of course, they're green because they're meant to be sick because they've got awesome. swine flu. That is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, there we are. Simple so things are going. So I, that was. I had swine flu. Do you know that? Did you? I did. I had, I had, I had swine flu. I think you did have swine flu. I I didn't know I had it when I had it, but oh. then I was kind of post-diagnosed it. I wish I'd known that. I'd have come and thrown angry birds at you. Well, that would have been the solution. That would have been the solution. Yep. If Apple and various other mobile devices have taught us nothing else, it's that throwing birds at sick pigs is the way to do things <laughs> right so uh, I think we're going to pretty much uh, um, finish up and we have been going on for quite a while however there is no denying the elephant in the room Paul and I'm sorry listen I gave you plenty of time to catch up get PlayStation learn the ways of the the light side of the force uh, however there's only so long before I can have to address this and Paul it's trophies oh my I'd just like to state, before you, you read any of your stramash on that page, yes. is I've only had a PSN account since November yes. 2013. I take your point. I will also point out, however, that you know Xbox had achievements for years and years. PS3 didn't have trophies, so actually they had to go back and add trophies to a whole load of games. Oh, right. So there's numerous games that I played to completion, uh-huh, which uh-huh. never had trophies, so right. I lost out in quite a few. That said, I have considerably more trophies than you, but I have been playing on PlayStation for a long time, so that's fair dues. Uh-huh. I'm currently sitting at level 13. I have two Platinums, 34 Gold, 237 Silver, 991 bronze and very little friends uh, Paul <laughs> but that's quite good you've got, you've, we've got to remember that we're no hardcore gamers you know we are we are just casual gamers uh, so that's alright I, I think my my trophies might <laughs> might belie that or maybe I've got aspirations above my station or whatever <laughs> uh, Paul currently you are sitting at level 6 uh, you have 10 golds 47 silvers and 210 bronze. Now, you've only had a PlayStation 4 and a Vita, so yeah, only just over a year now. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's pretty good going, but I think we need to see some improvement. Oh so my. I have decided that every, every podcast, uh-huh. I'm going to set you a challenge. Oh, my. Now, 
I've got two here. You're gonna. I'm gonna challenge you them both. All right. One of them I've still to do, so I'm gonna do it too. We'll okay. See how we go on. So the first one is your game Minecraft. Yes. This one's pretty difficult. This took a long time for me to do. This is oh, called great. Sniper Duel. And it's quite straightforward. Uh-huh. You just gotta get it right. You have to kill a skeleton with an arrow from more than fifty meters. Oh my! It's pretty challenging. <laughs> it's really you're dealing so, with a moving target. How many blocks is fifty meters? I think it's fifty blocks. I think oh, a block, good, I think a block is a meter. Now I'm not sure how it works because I tried to do it from like the top of my castle. Oh, it didn't really work. Also, oh, it doesn't work ver- vertically. I couldn't get it to work. I couldn't vertically. drop an arrow on a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe can. Maybe my castle wasn't fifty blocks, or maybe uh-huh. he was. I don't know. It's pretty tricky. It can right. be done. I have done it. Okay. I'm afraid it's I think it's just a bronze it might be a silver trophy but I do remember thinking I spent a lot of time trying to do this and it didn't really feel worth it right right. but now it is okay. and the other one I've got for you is a Grand Theft Auto 5 uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is three man army you have to survive three minutes on at least a three star wanted level with all three characters together off mission so you need to get them all together like you're getting them for a drink or right. whatever you're going to go and play golf or whatever you do and then you start trouble okay now I'll remember for that. the time the time <laughs> starts the, time, the timer starts from so this is something you do in the single player not on oh right so okay, you need to get right. Trevor um, oh, uh, right. Franklin and uh, Michael all together in game right okay. so what you do is you pick one of them then you phone the other guys and get them all come and hang out right and then you cause trouble but make sure that you know your timer doesn't start until the th- at least the three three okay. star starts it's pretty tricky. I remember, I think I did this on PS3. Took a lot of attempts. I haven't touched it in PS4 yet. We'll see. Okay. And this is also, I'm also extending this trophy challenge to everybody else out there. If you have Grand Theft Auto 5 and you have Minecraft, then please do try Sniper Duel, Kill a Skeleton with an arrow from uh, more than 50 metres. And of course, Three Man Army survive three mo- minutes on at least a three star wanted level with all together, all the characters together off mission. And uh, of course, if you do, get us a wee uh, screen grab, uh, screenshot, and uh, tweet it to us at Nearly Men. Uh, put it on our Facebook page, the Nearly Men podcast or you could even send us a nice old-fashioned uh, email as well and the email address is Paul it's podcast at gmail.com well remembered I pammed that off to you because I couldn't quite remember <laughs> so uh, right Paul I, I dare say we are I've come finally Again. kicking and screaming towards the end of our epic podcast we, 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 I think we get carried away we're just enjoying ourselves I think absolutely but, um, it's a pleasure speaking with you Colin that yes and I, I hasten to add as well that listen we won't be wittering on in your ears for two hours at a time every single uh, week um, we do have some nice ideas I think we're going to hopefully get ourselves uh, a nice uh, mystery guest yes in, uh, which hopefully will be happening uh, from the next podcast we'll get a, a guest in so you won't just be listening to me and Paul witter on because we've probably told you everything we know about games <laughs> now um, nearly but yeah um, in the meantime please do remember to get in touch via all our various social media things and um, yeah just enjoy the games and um, yeah I think we'll speak to you soon thanks for listening thank you thank you